0: offers everything you need hotels dining bars open 24 7 and live casino action day or night so remember don't take old twisty cruise i-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun
1: sip shop and savor the season at the denver chris kindle market near the clock tower in downtown denver this free european marketplace hosted by the german american chamber is open daily through december 23rd full details at denver chris The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us,
2: but all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at Code AKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts
3: now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all
2: ages, at the ones and twos for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver makes some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. Oh. Oh, oh. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, HW P Peterson, and in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts.
4: And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Miralette.
2: And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor. Attorney at flaw. Makes some noise. Everybody up on your feet. No one's in your seat.
5: It's time to meet. Big Lombardi, Everywhere. Yeah, I mean, uh, we didn't guard anybody. Uh, Drew Holiday went left every time, and we went over personnel. Talked about how he likes to go left, yet he got left every single time. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins went right every time. Talked about personnel. DeMarcus is going to go right. Uh, They didn't feel us. We didn't take it personally. They kicked their ass.
6: Michael Malone was volcanic last night. Volcanic. And I've heard him mad before but you could tell just the way his he was trembling with anger last night. They gave him the game plan, they told him defensively how to cover, and they failed to do so. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show alongside H.W. Will Peterson, James Manchester Marillette, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O. Also broadcasting via Periscope this morning, for those of you watching online at Altitude 950 at Vic Lombardi. Um, fellas, good morning. Morning.
7: Uh, that's what I want to hear from a coach after a loss when you should have won as opposed to, well, we had a good week of practice. Yeah. And, you know, our last five plays were good.
6: Uh, that's how you ought to react. It is a slippery slope because you can take it too far. Brian Shaw at times took it too far. If you know what I mean. Pointing out specific players, what they were doing. He lost the room. Shaw sure.
7: lost the room. Sure, and part of it too is doing it publicly versus behind the scenes. I mean, there's the famous story of Phil Jackson before the Bulls had won a championship, and he cut up clips from The Wizard of Oz, and he called uh Scotty Pippen Tin Man or Straw Man or I don't know the characters who had no heart. Wait, wait, wait.
6: You don't? I've never seen the movie. He's never seen that movie. You you I don't... don't know the characters from Wizard of Oz? No.
7: There's a Tin Man. Is there a Straw Man? There's Dorothy. I know Dorothy. I think we should just... Is there a lion? There's a lion. We should just go... We should just go without speaking. Is there a dog? I think there's a dog. Anyhow, Phil Jackson did this, and in front of the entire team, he called out Michael Jordan for being soft and Scottie Pippen for having no heart. Eight years later, they had won six titles. Now, you got to know whose buttons you're pushing, and he didn't do that publicly, but he did call them out in front of their teammates. Mm. I'm with you. It can be dangerous. But when you play like that, what's the
6: risk? Well, I'm going to save most of my hot takes for my hot take. But but you have to continually remind yourself that they were missing and still missing their two best players. Well, the best player on either team didn't play last night. As Anthony Davis? Yeah, Yeah. he's the best player on either team. No doubt. No doubt. But defensively is what I'm saying. Defensively. Nugget's best player is Paul Millsap, and they're going to miss him for the next two months. And they're going to have to deal with it, and they're going to have to learn how to deal with it, much like Utah has learned how to deal with playing without Rudy Gobert. The frustrating
8: frustrating part last night was the start was actually pretty good.
6: Yeah, they were up 10 early.
8: The the issue that has plagued them, they seemingly fixed, and then in the third quarter and the fourth quarter, it got away from them. So it's gone from, well, if we can just have a good start, to well, we need to find a way to put four quarters See, together.
7: It was an interesting kind of frustration from Michael Malone because it wasn't about effort necessarily. It was about, is anybody
6: paying attention? Well, I told you Holiday's going to go left every time, and you kept letting him go left. Wait till you hear the sound from Mason Plumley after the game. Speaking of paying attention, an attention deficit. Okay. Wait till you hear this during my piping hot take. It's going to reveal a lot more than we care to talk about right now about what the, the current state of these nuggets. Because when you're a coach, that is
7: very, very frustrating. If you sit there and you say, they're going to do X, be ready for X, they do X and you're not ready for it, uh, you just want to bang your head against the table. So it's one of two things. That person is incapable of listening
6: and, and following instructions or your delivery method of the message is poor. I thought about something. Last night, as I'm listening to Michael Malone and watching his face nearly explode, what sport, professional sport, would you least want to coach? Would you be least effective? My vote would be basketball because I think the guys get paid too much money. And I think it's hard. And to it's all them. guaranteed. Exactly. So there's no incentive. I, I really believe. A head basketball coach in the NBA is the toughest coaching job in all of pro sports, and I'm not just saying that because I'm close to this team and I see it every day. I really believe that. How do you convince a dude, just a middle of the road dude, who's making three times as much money as you make and is guaranteed that money? How do you tell him what to do? I I understand it, but why doesn't that apply to every sport? I mean, well, how, how do you tell a baseball because, player who's well, making twenty football, million bucks to football. show up and play? Football's different. Football, there's no guaranteed contract. Right? Okay. Baseball's different as well because it's a individual sport wrapped inside a team sport. You Correct. can't hide. Correct. Your stats are your stats. You're at bat, if you're batting a buck 50, you're batting a buck 50. Right. You can hide on the basketball court, if you know what I mean. Defensively, you don't have to put forth all that effort. You can hide on the defensive side. I would struggle coaching in the NHL. Short of having the players skate
7: herbies after practice, I'm not sure what I would do. But otherwise yeah I'm with you It'd be the
6: NBA. Um I think NHL players are more, shall we say, relatable at times and easier to motivate. Yeah, I mean we've had in the, you
7: know, year and a half we've been on the air. We've had a bunch of them in here in studios, in the studio and for the most part
6: they all seem to be really good dudes. Well, you guys you, you didn't answer my question. So you said NHL?
7: No, you, I was teasing. I'll okay. take the
6: NBA. NBA, who, who No, I would take the NBA as well. Okay. Which of the big sports is the easiest to coach. I think baseball. You think baseball? Yeah. Because you really, you leave it up to them. Yeah, and you just make (laughs) a couple in-game strategy
7: adjustments, and that's that. Right. I mean, I'm i yelling at Bud Black what he's supposed to do. It's not that hard.
6: Well, there are no plays. I mean, you can make some shifts mid-game. You can do the shift, hit and
7: run. You know, there's some things like that where you're picking your spots, but not not really.
6: I agree with you there. But basketball, by far, the least... Um I think, coachable of all the sports. I could draw up an inbounds play, though. I, I could.
7: I could. In, in, like, game five of the Western Conference final. You could, but can they execute it?
9: Well,
6: that's true. Yeah. You could. You can have all the X's and O's. You can have the best chalkboard in the country. Can they execute
7: it? You know play? what amazes me on that front watching the Nuggets? And it's been, like, three different coaches and 40 different players. They're incapable of setting a pick.
6: You know, I was they watching. They just go through the motions. It's funny that you say that. The best team in the NBA in setting picks, if you want, and the reason why they've been among the best, watch San Antonio players set picks.
7: Oh my gosh. Well, they actually are effective. Like a, a Nuggets pick is just, you talked about it's, you more hide, it's going it's through the motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no challenge on yeah. the defense to get yeah. through it. Because they see it. It's not a pick, as we were all taught to set, Mm -hmm. a pick. You're running over there, and I'm going to act like I'm going to make it tough for Will. And he gets right through it, and he's still on you. It's just it's why their half-court offense just sputters at times.
8: Wilson Chandler still clearly not Wilson Chandler quite yet. Another tough shooting night for him. Finishes in single-digit points again. Without Millsap and Jokic, he was the guy you needed to step up. Let me go ahead
6: and take off the kid gloves here on Wilson Chandler. Okay. He's I see you taking him off. We're more than a quarter of the way in. Yeah, You're removing him. You're invisible kid gloves. He is nowhere close to the players they had hoped. The player they had hoped to find this season. He is disinterested. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's playing hurt. I know he's had the lower back issues. I don't know. I don't want to pass judgment on a guy because there are injuries that you have to deal with. But it's easy to see him play and say, what the hell is going on? He's not the same player. He is not the same player he was last year or the
8: year before that, or the year before that. Yeah, you, you can't really sugarcoat that he hasn't been any good so far this year. And, and I still have faith he can turn around, because like you said, he may be playing hurt, but he had a major opportunity without Jokic and Millsap to be, quote-unquote, the guy. And not only has he not been the guy, he hasn't even been one of their four or five best players. You know, I think the, the deal with Wilson, he runs on a different
6: RPM. You know, this offense runs with speed. This offense, they want to do things differently and he's a little slower than everybody else offensively. Do you see that? Mm -hmm. When he gets the ball, he's a little, it's not as quick. The game isn't as quick. He just doesn't have a lot of fire, right? Like
7: just emotion or so it, it just, it just seems like he's kind of in mellow mode all the time. Right? Yeah. Like Carmelo Anthony or just Mellow? No, Mellow okay. M-E-L-L-O-W. Right. Just sort of, you know, flatliner. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of a flatliner. He's got Trevor Simeon's mentality. I like, so he, you know, he seems a little mm-hmm. bit behind the speed and, you know, he's not really intense and getting it.
6: That's just sort of my read on him. is just sort of like calm water. Alright. Before we go to break, uh, big show plan today. James Palmer of the NFL Network at 8.30. Former Rockies pitcher Jason Hirsch 9 o'clock and the uh, doctor, the good doctor Travis Heath at 9.30. Uh, before we take this time out, fellas, my cousin, uh, Dom, who listens to the show religiously, yeah. his good buddy has a hat company, and, um, he's, he's now selling these Colorado-based hats. That's cool. Oh, those are um, sweet. So he said, you know what? Take them to the boys, because the only people that get them are Colorado natives. Nice. The only people in town who get to wear the Sorry, col- Marty Sorry, uh, Marty. Marty, I, I apologize wholeheartedly. I don't have a Chicago hat here. My, my bad. But, um, Got one for you, Jesse. So you guys take a look at these suckers. They're really nice. You That's got the, sweet. uh, the Colorado flag on them. I don't know if we have a hat large enough for your head. Guarantee you, you don't. Can we try one of these on? Yeah. Right, which, which one do you want?
7: Uh, ooh, I like the one on the left. This one? Yeah, that one. Okay. My left.
6: So try that on. Let's go ahead and do that well, right now. That's actually good, because I like right. this one best. Right, so give the other one Jesse, to Jesse. Jesse, you and
8: I get the same one. So,
6: Pretty uh, sharp. thank you to, uh, Dom's friend, who, uh, has this company that sells these hats.
8: Alright, so that's the
7: largest
6: you can that's make it. it. No, no, you got one more ring, I think.
7: Well, but th- then it wouldn't. Oh, Then, then it would just be like this. Yeah,
6: yeah, then you'd look that'd all be weird. A mess. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can fit this over Manchester's dome. Here we go. Experiment number... No? God! <laughs> It was unbelievable!
9: How is this possible?
6: I don't know, man.
8: It's just the way I was born. I, go to
6: the, go to your largest setting and put it over your head. I just want to see. Okay. The, I want to see. I have a big business. head
8: too, though. Is right. the problem? Oh,
6: that's fine. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. See, there, I'm doing TV today, so there's no chance you know, something's something going over backwards, my head. You know? I just yeah. Uh,
8: yeah. the
7: periscope's a little behind, so I'm watching myself just put that hat on. and yeah, it's on that's Ridiculous. It. You, you look, look, like, you look like
6: Elmer <laughs> Fudd. You looked like Elmer. Plugged. I also talk a lot with my hands. like I oh, get like time. cardio so during this show. It's all right. All right, thanks, folks. Uh, appreciate the hats, even though this guy can't wear them. <laughs> you, have, you, you have the option to give yours to Marty if you like. He's not a native, no. no do no. whatever you I'll want. i put this to use. You got the Vic Marty Show, piping hot takes, coming up next.
7: It's hard to believe that the calendar already reads December, and you know what that means? It's time to start thinking about how you can start the new year off right with extra money in your pockets. I'm talking anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month, and maybe even delaying up to two months' worth of mortgage payments. The time to refinance is now, as rates remain low. But the Fed is meeting in a couple of weeks, so we may be seeing a slight increase before the year's end. So start today. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage experts at American Financing. They can identify ways to cut back on your mortgage payment, or ways to get rid of your higher interest debt. I know some of you are spoiling your loved ones with holiday gifts, so don't delay on paying off those high-interest credit cards. Get the financial guidance you need for a successful 2018. There are no upfront fees, and you can even close in as fast as 10 days. What are you waiting for? Call my friends at American Financing, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's the official mortgage company of Altitude 950, American Financing. NMLS
1: 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
10: Hey man, haven't seen you in a while. You still working at that warehouse by the airport? Yep, I've been there a little over
8: five years now. How much are they paying you? About eleven fifty an hour. Eleven <laughs> fifty? Really? Well, why don't you come work with me at the Safeway Distribution Center? The starting pay is $17.15 per hour. Wow. I can start out making $17.15 an hour? Oh yeah. And that's just the starting pay.
6: After being employed for two and a half years like me, you'll make twenty four fifty per hour. Plus you'll receive raises along the
10: way. That's incredible. Do they offer benefits? Yes, sir. You'll get an amazing benefits package once your probationary period ends. How do I apply? Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com.
11: Safeway, a company you can retire with, is hiring full-time employees for their order selector positions, working in the distribution center located on I-70 between Colorado Boulevard and Monaco. The starting pay is $17.15 per hour. Apply right now at SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace must be at least 18 years old to apply. My daughter couldn't keep up with math in school it was it was really hard for her
12: Brooke has an above average IQ and yet she wasn't learning. You're frustrated. You're unable
0: to get those answers and solutions that you're looking for and you're exhausted because you've gone through every other
12: option.
3: I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. We just got through pretty much
12: until we found brain balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her I would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile when those things start to click when those things start to go it's so exciting brain balance didn't just help for Brooklyn and helped for our whole family brain balance worked for my kids
1: there is hope for your struggling child brain balance works call 800-877-5500 that's 800-877-5500 or go to brainbalance.com
11: With the holidays in full swing, every little thing you cross off your list makes the season a lot less stressful. Start with a $10 CVS cash card, yours when you spend $30 on select items. Then pick up Hershey's Kisses, now two for $5, and all of the other holiday essentials like Christmas lights and wrapping paper. Plus, Hallmark cards for family and friends are now buy one, get one free. Stop into your neighborhood CVS pharmacy today and save big on all the little things you need this holiday. Restrictions apply. See circular for details.
6: Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine, and you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help Help you determine if Inspire is right for you.
10: 1301 South Havana in Aurora the altitude 950 traffic update.
13: You're seeing stop and go traffic eastbound I-270 between I-25 and York in an injury accident blocking the left lane of southbound Federal over I-70. Traffic is brought to you by the UPS store. I-70 speeds are down into the 30s and 40s eastbound between I-25 and York, westbound between Central Park Boulevard and York. Holiday ease starts at the UPS store. Let their certified packing experts pack and ship your gifts this holiday season. To find a locally owned center near you, visit the UPSstore.com. I'm Chris McGlaw With traffic on altitude nine fifty,
2: altitude nine fifty, Denver's all
5: sports station. Now back to Vic Lombardi. Till our guys start taking it personal, till our guys start understanding the importance of playing defense and guarding your man one on one, we're we're going to be forget playoffs. That's not that that is a word we should not use with this team.
9: Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs.
2: Are kidding me? Playoffs?
6: You beat me to the punch, Jesse. Perfect. You you think Michael Malone used the word in the way he says it? You think Jim Moore automatically. And he's right. I mean, they're now two games above five they They've lost four in a row on the road. Playoffs? Playoffs? This coach wants to settle things down now before he uses the P word again. Yeah, I mean, how many wins do they have to get on the road to be a playoff team? 20? If you continue to dominate at home the way... let's, Let's put it this way. If they finish the season in the same capacity they're in right now, if they're ten and two at home, three and eight on the road, they'll be right on the cusp of the playoffs. Right on the cusp.
7: Yeah. They'll be forty three and Just above five hundred, exactly.
6: Yeah. Oh. I don't, so
7: I don't think you're gonna keep that pace going at home.
6: Yeah. Now, I also don't think you're gonna be that bad on the road I agree. for I the agree. entire season. I think they'll figure it out. Time now for our piping hot takes.
2: Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot takes. (laughs) Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital, top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take.
6: One other reason why I would never want to be an NBA coach. I don't know how you motivate I could never be a teacher either. Like, my wife was a teacher, right? She still is. She still has her teaching license. She teaches sixth grade sub on on occasion. I, I There's no way I could teach. No, I don't have the patience to teach. I don't have the wherewithal to pull that off. I think it's the toughest job around. I can't teach. I can't coach. Coaching an NBA team, I would lose my hair. And you know what I feel about my hair. You can coach offense. That's easy. People want stats, right? We're going to play a fast-paced, high-octane offense. Take as many shots as you can. That's easy. How, in God's name, do you coach defense in the NBA? Because defense is 100% effort. You can draw up all you want. Pick and roll defense. Blitz the pick and roll. Blah, blah, blah. Pick them up at half court. I don't care what you draw up. Defense is 100% effort. you want to play D or do you not want to play D? Last night... I saw a couple Nuggets players that just don't want to play D. Not only do they not want to play it, but they're not executing whatever plan the coach presents. How do I know this? Listen to Mason Plumley after the game. You heard Michael Malone say it. They told the player specifically, Cousins goes right, make him go left. Holiday goes left, make him go right. They could not execute simple challenges. They couldn't do it. Listen to Plumley afterwards. Same no, I'm
14: just paying attention when you do watch, it, I would say.
6: Paying attention to game film. Paying attention to what's available. They could not pay attention to what the coach presents. If you can't pay attention, if you're not paying attention, you can't execute a game plan. Boy, that is a, to me, hearing Plumley say that, that's really bothersome. He is calling out his own teammates. You just heard him right there. He's just calling out his own guys guys aren't paying attention and there's only so much a coach can do or say about that it's about time players call out players Plumlee's the only guy who's done so he did it after the utah loss and he did it last night now Plumlee's not without criticism okay he hasn't exactly been tearing it up but at least he's man enough to call out his own teammates pay attention next hot take it's hw's hot take
8: Been talking a lot about the Nuggets this morning, and rightfully so. But, boys, we got to focus on the Colorado Avalanche as well. Losers of five of six. And a brutal road trip tonight starts against the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Lightning are 19-6-2. Best team in hockey. Right now, the Avs need to find a way to get four points on a very tough four-game road trip. But, unfortunately... Four points is the number I'm going to set it at because you just went one and four at home. And we heard Nathan McKinnon say they bleeped the bed at home. We heard Jared Bednar come on these airwaves yesterday and be critical of his team's homestand. Not necessarily for the effort, but for some of the execution. The good news is you get Gabe Landeskog back tonight. I preached it yesterday. I'll preach it today. landeskog has got to help McKinnon, but someone else has got to help McKinnon too. Right? Someone else has got to step up on that team and help Nathan McKinnon because right now he is seemingly their only offensive threat. So abs, guess what? Because you went one and four at home, you got to find a way to go get four points on the road in these four games. Whether that's a two and two trip, whether that's one or two overtime losses where you're stealing a point here or there. I don't know what it is, but you got to find a way to keep this season afloat, get four points. Tough task. Tampa Bay, Florida, Pittsburgh, Washington. But what a better way than to start it tonight with a big upset win of the Lightning and Gabriel Landeskog's return. Light up that next heater.
6: It's Manchester's Hot Take.
8: I almost just took this segment off and
7: just had Jesse play my entire hot take from last Tuesday. Because when we went back and re-listened to it today, I was like, man, this thing was spot. Hold on. You on. go back and re-listen
6: to your hot takes? Yes, because I had to find the right <laughs>
7: clip that we're going to wow. play.
6: That is so, revealing, man. <laughs> Did you go back and look like, no, no, at no. your college test that you got no, A's yeah, on, no. too?
8: I was Remember trying- when I nailed this Bio 101 yeah. test? I could I was-
6: see him showing the little degenerates. Look at Daddy here
7: in 11th grade. Look at that geography quiz. <laughs> I was trying to find the clip I wanted to play during today's okay. hot take. All go right. ahead, Jesse. Prepare for it. The next five weeks, unless the Broncos are awful, as they've been all year... They're going to talk themselves into Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, 3.0. I can already tell you the stories they're going to write. I can already tell you the numbers they're going to use to justify this crap. And it is the worst possible scenario. The media. All right. So last night, I'm just sitting there watching the Nuggets. Yeah. Scanning through Twitter. And what do you see? Here comes the spin cycle. Here we go. First one. They're setting the stage for Vance Joseph coming back, guys. They're setting the stage. He's not going to get canned. And how do I know that? Nikki Javala's tweeting, Hey, here's some records of first year head coaches that you may have heard how of. How does she know it? You know, Bill Walsh is two and four. How, two and how, how does she
6: know what they're going to do?
7: We're starting to, they're planting the seed. They're planting the seed. Jimmy Johnson was one and 15. Dick Vermeil was four and 10. Chuck Knoll was one and 13. Tom Landry was 0 and 11. A little bit of context, to all of the all of this though. None of those guys took over a team that was in a Super Bowl a year and a half before they got the job. Tom Landry was the first coach in Dallas Cowboys history, but let's not provide any context. Let's just start to hey, you know what? Even if they go three and thirteen, doesn't mean he's a bad coach. Then you get the exact story I predicted. Trevor Simeon not the first quarterback to endure a sophomore jinx. You get that from Mike Cliff. Here we go. And in the story, he compares him to Kirk Cousins. As I predicted last Tuesday, you're going to hear, well, in his first two years, Trevor Simeon was actually better than Kirk Cousins. So do you want him for $718,000 or do you want to spend $25 million on Kirk Cousins and free agency? And we're going to get the same spin crap of, you got to save money for Vaughn, you got to save money for the Thomases, you got to save money for Malik. It's all a bunch of garbage, and it's already started. So as I said last week... Remember how you feel right now, right now, about this coach and these quarterbacks. Remember it. Because as we get distance from the season, as we get into February and March and April, we'll start to forget how bad and how painful it was to watch this team. And we'll start to buy into this garbage. Remember the feeling right now. Remember what it was like to watch that Dolphins game on Sunday. To waste three and a half hours of a beautiful December Sunday morning slash afternoon. Remember it, because you're going to get bombarded with crap.
6: You know what your next job is? Forget this radio stuff. You need to be the next Dusty Saunders of Denver Media. We haven't had a media critic in town for if a long time. It, so, you want to play the media critic role, you need to be the next Dusty Saunders. I would love to be Dusty
7: Saunders because I only have to get about three quarters of the information right. My article. Oh, man. He's even wow.
8: taking
6: shots at the media critic. <laughs> the, the new media critic is criticizing the old I
8: media mean, critic.
6: No one is without <laughs> criticism from the media critic. I liked us, DITs, but he never got our signal right. We always had the numbers wrong. By the way, these hats. Uh, people enjoying on periscope watching manchester try to put that on his dome one, just one more time and by the way you got to put this on twitter people are interested the colorado golf company gave us these hats coloradogolfcompany.com colorado but what's funny is you can't get it on your dome you look like elmer fudd and you refuse to mess with your hair i mean come on dude your hair is not that good i got television i got a valid it see you put this on again I got a television show to shoot right after this. Why don't you put it on like Manchester I've got the the Pomona Panthers coming in studio. I'm not messing with my dome right now. Jesse, it's going to fit you right. It doesn't fit these guys right. It just doesn't. Sorry. My apologies. When we come back, we might take a shot of Hennessy before this segment. I'll explain.
2: Piping Hot Takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. The Orange and Blue Preview returns Sunday as the Broncos host the Jets. It's the return of Aqib to Talib. You know we do. As the no-fly zone looks to ground the Jets. Kreckman and Harris are live on the air starting at noon. Join the party at the Fieldhouse event venue just west of the stadium. The Orange and Blue Preview is presented by...
1: Best Car Buys Premium. Your first choice for premium trucks and SUVs. By Deep Eddie Vanka. Bornitos Tequila and Jim Burger. The best way to get ready for kickoff. And by Morningstar Assisted Living in Memory. Carrot Mountain Shadows, casting a new
9: life.
1: What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's Way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut.
10: Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing
1: lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't
7: leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results and you can check for yourself at bergsimpson.com. That's bergsimpson.com. Berg Simpson.
10: Good lawyers changing lives. The most challenging things in life can also be the most rewarding. Earn your bachelor's or master's degree from CSU Global. Our programs are 100% online and designed for working adults. CSU Global's flexible and affordable options allow you to advance in your career. And with a tuition guarantee, no student fees, and monthly starts, you can begin earning your degree as soon as you're
11: ready. So don't wait another minute. Apply online at csuglobal.edu and get started today. Sam's number three is delicious. You know, the atmosphere,
8: the people, the food, everything's just, it
11: looked good at the table behind me, so I thought
1: I'd try, too. Oh, wide selection. I love the menu.
12: The waitresses and waiters here still remember me from when I was little. Oh, I'm going All-American Cheeseburger
14: today. I'm having the
15: Greek burrito today.
2: I come to Sam's because the alcoholic beverages are good.
4: Sam's number three
2: in Aurora, Favana Park. In Glendale, off Creek in Leedsdale, and downtown 15th and Curtis.
11: Oh, I said you can't come here and not like the food.
10: Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved sus gmc where they treat you like family family owned for over 35 years at 1301 south havana in aurora mike landis
2: our
5: lives are more hectic than ever all the other newscasts come on before you get home except one channel 2 news at 7 is a newscast you can come home to every evening join us tonight for news that's unique
2: to colorado and the state's most accurate forecast, so you can plan for tomorrow. Watch Channel 2 News at 7, every night, on Colorado Zone Channel 2. The Altitude 950 traffic update.
13: I'm not hearing of any major accidents on our metro area highways right now, so that is good news. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Off freeway, though, numerous accidents, one at 38th and Brighton, Central Park Boulevard, just south of I-70 with a crash, 56th Avenue, just west of Tower, and Hamden and Tamarack with an accident. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
2: Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show.
16: Prior to the game, on our way, we would take a little shot like him. You know, take our a little time, shot. What are you of shot of? He, yeah. yeah, we were didn't, we didn't, we didn't we didn't. Henderson. Okay. So. We would take a shot, not going out and get sloppy wasted just like Adrenaline. You know, you take a shot and you were done with. Me, Santana, and Sean, we did this for a year and a half before anyone knew. That is
6: uh, former Bronco Clinton Portis admitting that he and teammates would take shots before games. Now, very many layers, all right? Very many layers of the story I want to get into. What are the three liquids? Uh, Hand is Hennessy. What's What's Yak? What's he? What's yak? I don't know. Not sure. Anyone? Is that a cognac? Oh, Um, look at Jesse! You heavy drinker, you man. You're not a teetotaler. All right, so it's yak. Isn't Hennessy cognac? Oh, okay. Maybe we need a bartender to call in this show. So he, Sean Taylor, and who's the other one? Santana Moss. Yeah. Taking shots. It is cognac, by the way. My initial response to that is people going, "Oh my God, they're drinking big." Freaking deal. So you're taking a shot before a sporting event. Oh, wow. That's going to change things up. They're playing under the influence. No, they're not. That is a little counterintuitive. I mean, I don't have a
7: problem with it because it's one shot. So so
6: you take a shot when you go to a Catholic mass, you take a shot of wine in line. What, what's the difference?
7: Well, you're not going out and performing athletically
6: <laughs> after that. Let me tell you a story. I'm going to spin some yarn here for you today. True story. Back in my Channel 4 days, we'd do the show every Monday night at Old Chicago. We used to have John Lynch on the show, Jake Plummer. Jake Cutler was on that show for an entire season when he was the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Mm -hmm. Well, Jay was a little nervous in front of the TV camera. He just took a little while for him to get comfortable. So before every show on a Monday night, we'd fill up our little solo cup, red wine. Gary Miller, myself, Jay Cutler. I sort of wanted to be part of the team. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Throw this down real quick. Just relax your nerves. Sure. And that was part of the deal. That was a weekly occurrence for us. Mm. Jay would show up about 15 minutes before showtime. Make sure you get Jay his solo cup of red wine. Make sure it just relaxes. The... What's the big deal? Nobody was drunk. Nobody no, I was. get it. Under the influence, sure, just, it just took you. Yeah,
8: just took the edge off. Yeah.
6: My, well, so what's the you? You think these guys taking a shot of Hennessy is the worst thing they can do? You you understand what some of these guys are actually putting in their bodies much worse than the shot of Hennessy?
7: I agree with you. I don't have a problem
6: with that. I was just saying it was
7: counterintuitive. Similar story. My grandfather was a fighter pilot in World War II. He was stationed in Sicily and Italy and all over the place. And he always told us the story of how before they would go out on missions, they would do a shot of cognac for liquid courage, and away they'd go. Similar kind of thing of like, really, you're going to go fly a plane? after? But it's one shot. One shot. They were in the military. I'm sure it hardly had any effect on them at all. Um, But same kind of a deal, right? It's liquid courage. Away you go.
8: I heard Ryan Harris talking about this exact subject yesterday, and he said he had teammates, and they tried to get him to name names. He wouldn't. He had teammates who played incredibly high. He had teammates who played drunk, more than one shot of cognac, yeah. and he had teammates who played very hungover. Um he said he played with a quarterback who who would play hungover all the time. Again, wouldn't name names, but he his point was you don't know what these guys need to perform, right? It's such a violent game, it's such a brutal game that for his teammates Getting high, getting drunk, that being sounds hungover. Like an excuse. But, but, well, hold on a That's second. That's what Ryan said. Yeah, I'm, I'm just the messenger what, on what's,
6: this. What's the difference between taking a shot and what they used to do back in the days in baseball with and dreams? in hockey? Exactly. I don't think well, what's there's anything. I don't have a
7: problem with Sean Taylor Clinton Portis, Santana Moss doing a shot before the game. I don't, because I get that. I do have a problem with you're high, you're drunk, or you're hungover. Mm. That, to me, to say, well, you don't know what these guys have to do in order to get on the field, that's an excuse. Because uh, what about Maurice Clarette yeah. and in his Gatorade water bottle at yeah, practice, he, he it's Grey Goose. Yeah. But what if, what if you found well, out we don't know what he needs in order to get out there and practice? What like, if you found on.
8: out your favorite linebacker was playing every game drunk and he was making 15 tackles a game? I would think, hell, he'd have 20 tackles a game if he was sober. I mean... That would be like saying, "Wow, well, you know, I'm,
7: do you, what do you think the bosses around here would say? How do you, you know I'm, I'm not drunk right the now? The only way I can put up with Vic and HW is
6: to be hammered. How do you know right now? So I'm not How you know I can hear about this?
8: I've partied up in my office. Didn't some of the most famous broadcasters back in the day drink before they would go on Hell, air? they yeah.
6: smoked during the station break. I'm
7: sure Don Meredith did plenty of Monday Night Football games hammered. Yeah. I mean, there's a the famous clip of Howard Cosell just rambling and slurring <laughs> his words. And right. He was definitely drunk on Monday Night Football. But it's a little bit of enabling to say, well, they got to do it in order to perform. But no, okay, it, it, we just don't. sit
8: in front of a microphone, so we shouldn't be drunk. But these guys go and sacrifice their bodies. So if being high is what's going to get them make the big tackle. Maybe that's what we need. Let's hold on. Mm-hmm. I, your media criticism in the previous segment, I want to play media
6: critic right now. Because that Clinton Portis story made the rounds. and made national news. And I guess my perception of that story, if I were to read it, if I were to hear him say it, my reaction would be, big deal. Big deal. They took a shot before. I, big I'm deal. with you on that particular so, so part of the story. why is that such a big news story? Why is every oh my god? Portis admits he and teammates took a shot of Hennessy. Big freaking deal.
7: Okay, but l- imagine this: Obama, Trump, whoever. Before they do the big State deal. of the Union, they do a shot. Great. Big deal. You that don't think bother it'd be me. News. It doesn't well, bother me either. It doesn't bother me. And I think one shot is fine. I think being drunk on the field is ridiculous just the messenger w-
6: would i get fired right now if i brought in some hard alcohol and took a shot
9: probably i don't think not. it would
6: be our best yeah. idea though but, but if i were if i were to get fired for that why i'm not drunk i'm fine i think if you're drunk on the air you'd get fired Yeah, but a, a shot I'm saying, i know a well, i don't shot. think it'd be a problem what's the issue here so why is this a story why, why are people Because we're making,
8: hypersensitive and people are always looking to be outraged at something, right? You don't think it's a
6: little odd to do a shot of cognac and then go play in an athletic? Not game? at all. Not at all. Nothing. You know what? Okay. I think it's traditional. I think it's like, hey guys, we're gonna go out there and we may be suffering from CTE in 15 years. Let's throw one down. Yeah. Boom. We may be suffering from CTE in 15 years. What? So let's go cheap shot so, the guys on the other let team. Let me ask you, what's worse? Taking a shot, one, two, before three, a game? team! Taking a shot before a game or perhaps like a cyclist blood doping their entire bloodstream See, before a game? I, again, I don't okay. have a problem with the shot. I have a problem with where this leads. Do you have a problem if a guy's on the field high? Um, if he performs better and it's his deal, I don't care. He can do what he wants. Doesn't bother me. I played basketball okay, once. But that let sounds me, a little let bit let like, you me me. Me. I go, no, I drive better drunk. No, Come that's on. stupid. Give me that's a You're putting other people at risk. You
7: don't think you're putting other people at risk on a football field if you're high?
6: What do you mean? What other people? I mean, the game's violent yeah. whether you're what, sober what, what or what high. What other people? What, what do you okay. mean?
7: Okay, uh, and I'm not saying he was, right. but what if you found out Gronk was high, and that's why he took the cheap shot on the guy? Well, then, like what then if test you him. found that out? Test him for what drugs. What if you found out Vontez Perfect was high when mm-hmm. he cheap
6: shot at Antonio Brown? Would that change it? Uh, Cuban Benny chimes in on the text line, I got four words for you. Mickey, Mantle, Babe, Ruth. Agreed. And, and you're not a Babe Ruth guy.
7: Mickey Mantle would have gone down as the greatest baseball player of all time had he not drunk away a big part of his career. Maybe he didn't
6: have, maybe without drinking, he didn't have the courage to play at his level. And I'm not trying to, listen, it sounds like I'm defending alcoholism or something, which I'm not. I'm not, obviously. Here's a great text. This is perfect. This puts it all into, this makes sense. 2007. What about all the players who need prescription painkillers just to go out and play. How is that different? Should we just adjust our view of what Favre said, say, you would have been better? It doesn't affect your mental state. That's what are you talking about? Prescription painkillers. T- what are you talking about? That's the difference.
7: And if it does, not you, you shouldn't it,
8: take
6: them. What do you mean it doesn't affect your mental man, state? It it makes you them more you do
8: prescription well, painkillers better than I do. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give
6: take you right now. Hey, I'll I give you. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a shot of Hennessy versus a Vicodin, and you tell me which one affects you. I won't take the Vicodin. The I won't take it. But I'm just telling you. Trust me when I say this. The Vicodin is ten times.
7: If it's anything that changes your mental state, you shouldn't take it before you go. What What job do you not apply this to? Let's say I'm a cop. Brain charging, and that's, brain that's scary. That's a scary job. You know what? I got to be high as a kite
6: to go do it. Are you yeah. guys cool with that? No, no, because other people are at risk. Other people are,
8: aren't at risk on a football field.
7: No, but
6: they're at
8: risk regardless. Is no. my no. is my point? No, I
6: I don't they're care risk what,
8: regardless. See, but see, I don't care. From what, a cop, see,
6: we go back to that gladiator mentality. Oh, I don't God. care what they do to get ready to play. I don't care. We, we've discussed it on this show. You've said it yourself. You don't care about performance enhancing drugs. Take I don't. all the PDs you I don't. Want. Okay. Doesn't I care
8: that
7: about performance inhibiting drugs.
8: Well, but I, some me, don't inhibit. They actually enhance. Let me
7: tell you, the, the the two guys who make me the most mad because I was a fan of the Mets yeah. as a kid are Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. That should have been the team of the 80s. They got
6: one title, and then they snorted it all away. Do you know the story of and Don it Larson? It me off. Do you know the story of Don Larson? Perfect game, 1956. Perfect game in a World Series game. Yes. Do you know what he did the night before? I don't know. Do you know that he pitched that game virtually drunk? That he had a huge hangover? That he went out partying with Mickey Mantle and company the night before? That is a... a Go, go back and read about it. The Lord, okay, so should David
8: he, Wells do the same thing? Should they do
6: it Big every lefty? time? Who, I'm not who is saying they should. the guy they for the, affili- or the Pirates you, who pitched you, you, on you, acid and pitched a but no-hitter? But you, you, brain- you have this notion in your mind that you're endangering people. You're not endangering anybody on
7: a playing okay. field. If a pitcher goes out there and is high and he's throwing 95-mile-an-hour fastball, <laughs> is he endangering anybody? He wouldn't anyone? be able to execute a pitch. Why? The guy for the Pirates back in the 70s pitched a no-hitter on acid. Why am I, why am I blanking on the guy's name? Somebody on the text line will help us. David.
8: Doc Ellis, Ellis, thank you. You should do it all the time. David Wells conceded that he pitched his gem, quote, half drunk with bloodshot eyes, monster breath, and a raging skull-rattling hangover. And I've
7: gone on the golf course and had seven beers and actually had a good 18th
6: hole. Doesn't mean I should drink seven before I go out. What if you had a football game, and before the game you overdosed on Viagra? (laughs) Ugh.
7: Uh,
9: wouldn't be fun wouldn't, for anyone. <laughs> would you
6: be able to perform? Would people notice if, if it lasts
7: for more than four hours? <laughs> seek medical attention, dude. I remember. How did I turn into the
9: square on this know. show?
6: You're the teetotaler. Is it teetotaler? Yeah. Okay. But I, I played a basketball game once at uh, at DAC, and this dude showed up, and I swear to God, he was completely drunk. He played the game, and he played okay. I was guarding him, and he was guarding me, and his breath was so stank, it was so infested with liquor, that I was getting drunk guarding him, to the point where halfway through the game, I raised my hands up and said, I can't, I can't play with this guy, I can't do it, and everybody's like, what's wrong? He's drunk, I, his breath, It's. It's. there's too much, he I can't need, do he it. He needed that to be able I, to have the courage I, to play against I you. can't do it, I can't cover him, I give up, I took myself out of the game. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, coming up a little bit later, NFL Network's James Palmer. Guarantee he takes a shot before he goes on the air. All right, homeowners, you need to sell that house. You need to sell it quick. You need to sell it at a price you're happy with, obviously. Troy Hansford of the Hansford real estate team is the only agent who's going to make you the following offer. He will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for five grand. Either way, you win. Either take home 5K or you sell that house. Using his system, he sold the house for $10,000 more than what the owner thought it would go for. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. That's Troy Hansford, 720-900-4433.
2: Mark Mosier. If you had to come up with a new slogan for the Denver Broncos, a new motto. First from the 7-2-0, the Denver Broncos. First in practice, 28th on the field. <laughs>
9: oh, come on, man.
2: The Weekdays, 1-3 on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. The New York Giants thought they were catching a rising star. Now
17: McAdoo 40 is another example of what happens when teams whiff after projecting that their first-time head coach will blossom into a long-term solution.
8: Does this sound familiar? Kevin Flesch here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident. You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886. 303-806-8886.
10: Or FleshLawFirm.com.
9: Trucks, 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 trucks. Medved
2: sells trucks.
17: Medved marches on. Trucks, 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 trucks. Save thousands on new Chevy Silverado and Colorado trucks, including heavy duties, crew cabs, 4x4s, and duallys. Medved Chevrolet has acres of trucks, all at big box prices and below market interest rates. Medved, your Colorado truck leader.
2: Medved sells trucks. Medved sells
17: trucks. Small business owners, it's not too early to be thinking about about those year-end tax savings. A Section 179 deduction on a new vehicle can save thousands on your tax bill. MedVed Chevrolet, on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp, Castle Rock. And on i 17 in Wheat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant MedVed Autoplex. Chevy, find new roads.
2: MedVed sells trucks.
17: MedVed sells trucks. Online at MedBedChevrolet.com. MedVed
1: sells trucks. Deep Eddy Vodka is an award-winning, small-batch, American-made vodka handcrafted in Austin, Texas. Distilled ten times, gently charcoal-filtered six times, ensuring a clean, subtle, smooth flavor. Deep Eddy Vodka also has six delicious flavored vodkas created with all natural ingredients. These infusions include ruby red grapefruit, sweet tea, peach, cranberry, lemon, and newest release, orange. Deep Eddy Vodka is 100% gluten-free. It always
2: reminds you to please day drink response possibly the Altitude 950 traffic update.
13: Very slow traffic north on I-25 reported between Ridgegate Parkway and Lincoln Avenue and between Arapaho Road and Colorado Boulevard. Traffic is brought to you by The Lodge at Vail. Crash clearing Hamden and Tamarack. Watch for activity with an accident clearing Federal and Hamden. Escape to Vail this winter for great powder and great rates when you stay at The Lodge at Vail. Learn more at TheVailCollection.com slash Lodge at Vale. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
2: Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now back to
5: Vic Lombardi. This is gonna feel like a playoff win. We might dump, dump the Gatorade on VJ. We ain't won in two months, man. We ain't won in sixty days.
6: That is uh, C.J. Anderson. How, how badly do they want to win? If they beat the Jets Sunday, they may go full Gatorade on. Un- I don't think they will. I think he was just joking around there. But that's how badly the Broncos want to win a game at this point.
7: It'll have been, I believe, 70 days since they'd won a game.
8: If they actually threw Gatorade on VJ, that would be embarrassing. I agree with you. He was probably joking. But, man, that would be embarrassing to throw Gatorade on your head coach. did you be joking about team. how bad your team is? Mm, probably not. But at some point, all you can really do is laugh because... What? What else are they supposed? I mean, they've said all the. Yeah. He, he's already cried in the locker room, right? Like, you what's what he supposed though? to do? Go to his Wednesday presser and start crying again? I, I had a, I no, had a great. The only I thing had options.
6: a great conversation with Brandon McManus yesterday. Uh, Let's talk football, which airs tonight at five o'clock. And I, I sat there and I said to him, "Here's the deal. Let me play amateur psychologist, and I'm not an amateur at all. I am a doctor. Correct. Let me play the role of psychologist here. Here's what happens in a town when your team starts to lose." The passionate fans, especially those who spend money, season ticket holders, they want to see you as a player wear it like they wear it. They want to see you frown and act down and act like the world is in. They want to see it. They want to feel it. They want to know that you are suffering as badly as they are. Now that sounds like, that sounds terrible, but it's the truth, right? Yeah. It's the truth. You're a season ticket holder. When you, here inside that locker room, the last thing you want to see is laughter no and doubt. giggles and exchanging of uniforms after no games. Doubt. It's this weird fascination with, if I'm hurt, they need to be hurt. But people handle losing differently. People handle adversity differently. I get it, but you don't want to feel like you care more than they do. Yes, but do you really feel that way? Do you do you really feel yeah. that the fan cares more? Yes, or, at times. Or,
8: you really feel that way? Mm-hmm. Mark Haas came on with uh Julian Scott, I don't know when it was, a couple days ago, and basically said, and, I, and I'm paraphrasing for Mark, but he basically yeah. said in, in the locker room after the game that there wasn't a, a real sense of anger after the Miami game. It was just another, well, we lost again. Vaughn
7: Miller said mm-hmm. last week or the week before, and they asked him, is it tough to come to work? He's like, no. Look at this place. Look at this, headqu- look at this headquarters. This mm-hmm. is posh. I rode home on both team airplanes. After the playoff losses, wild card week losses at Indianapolis, when Peyton Manning just picked them apart,
6: couldn't couldn't tell they lost the game. Again, I I go on couldn't the road tell. a lot with the with the Nuggets. I I've showed you guys what life is like on the road. I I have showed you it's it's a complete it's a fantasy land. It's paradise. It's but par- and I really believe deep down, it's just it it can't be mentally. If you're not mentally challenged down the road and everything's soft, you're going to play soft, in my opinion. I agree. I know I agree with that. But there's a difference between not throwing chairs
7: across the room because you lost on December 6th at New Orleans in Game 24 versus you just lost a playoff game. Your season is over, and it's celebration time in the back because we get to go on vacation. We don't have to work on another game plan tomorrow. That ticked me off. It ticked me off. Now, that was two things. One, that cost me a playoff bonus. Employees get money every time you go. Now now you're you're being selfish. Sure. So I
6: cared more than they did as a fan Mm. and as an employee. That ticked me off. It ticked me off. Well, again, different players react differently. C.J. Anderson, also yesterday, expressing just how sick he felt about the losing. Listen to him, and you tell me if you feel this is authentic.
5: We all sick and tired of losing. I don't know if y'all understand how much losing bothers people. You know, cause y'all not in it. Y'all, so y'all don't, y'all don't feel, you know, that, it's like going
8: to a job every day and, and it's, it sucks. You know what I'm saying? It just sucks. You know, you seeing,
5: you talking to other players around the league and you, you know, you seeing fun celebrations that you never got a chance to do. You know what I'm saying? So it just sucks. It
7: sucks. Know? I I like most of that. I don't like that you don't understand it because you're not any Ugh. crap. Like we've all not had to deal with loss of some sort. Mm. Give me a break. Oh, I wish I could relate to what it's like to get paid $4 million and lose games and go eat gourmet food every day. I mean, come on.
8: Yeah, it, it, don't paint yourself as this victim, you because be even if you've lost eight in a row, you're not a victim. You don't know what it's like. Yeah, and, and the whole, you don't know what it's like to celebrate. CJ, you got to celebrate after scoring a touchdown in a Super Bowl, dude. Like, do you know how many people don't get to do that? Like, come on now. All right, let me ask you guys this, because you guys are
6: getting a little high on the horse here. Do you know what it's like making a mistake on a national no, not stage? not high at work. Thanks, so. though. Do you know what it's like making a major mistake at work on national television and then having all the cameras just dawn on you and everybody's... Making fun of you and poking fun of you and yelling I'd, at you and- I'd do that for $4 million. You, okay, I'm just yeah, saying. I would. But do you know what it's like? You don't. Who, is that what I he's don't talking know what about? it's like is to what he's talking I, about? I
8: don't know what it's like to have $4 million in my about, bank account. You don't, know it, like I don't. You don't, don't know going, what it's like to lose. I'm going to lose.
6: I'm going to give you an example. And I know that's not my place and it's not my role. But yesterday I did something that I've never done before. Maybe because I'm older. Maybe because I can be a father of some of these dudes. Maybe I'm- Maybe seriously, maybe that's what hit me. After practice yesterday, I'm watching. This is about 30 minutes when practice is done. There's one player on the field, one, by himself, and he's way far away. I I can't even tell who he was, but I could tell by the exercise he's taking part in. It was Isaiah McKenzie. And they got the machine up, and it's throwing ball after ball after ball. He must have caught a 100 punts, a 100 of them. Practice way over. Everybody's inside. He trots off the field by himself. Nobody says a word to him. Goes to his locker stall. We're in the locker room. Everybody's talking. Everybody's doing the media thing. Mackenzie's by himself, head down, sweatpants on, you know, hoodie up. Doesn't want anybody to see him. I just, I don't know if it's just me. Again, I don't know if I I got emotional watching the Valvano thing the other day. I went up to him. I put my arm around him. And I had a nice talk with the kid for five minutes. And I told him, I said, dude, you're going to look back on this someday and say, this is the best thing that ever happened to you. I know it's hard. And I know that you got people around making fun of you, blah, blah, blah. And man, I, I, he almost cried. See, but he reacted the way we all want him to react. What do you want? What's the story you want to hear about
7: Isaiah? The point McKinney? is, the point He's is, out is, you don't.
6: But, but but when an athlete says you don't know, that's what they mean. You oh, don't know. You don't Boulder know. Nash. That's you not what he said. Know. That's not
7: what he said. And so, I love hearing that the kids. What's his reaction to it? He's out working, trying to get better. 30 minutes after well, practice. But guess what? Guess
6: what if He's he plays keeping a low profile know, in
7: the locker room. But He's not in there yucking it up playing foosball and dancing. But we're that the would same people.
6: We're the same people say, "Get him out of there. He should never play again." And, you know, that's human reaction. That's fan reaction. That's fan reaction. I get it. I'm one of those guys. "Get him out of there. What's he even doing on the field?" But then when you see the humanity of it, when you see a guy sure. that I just I can't shake that, man. Again, maybe I'm getting soft. At times, maybe, maybe I'm soft. At times we forget they're not a character in a mad game. It's not fantasy football. Do I have to remind you all again how much I hate fantasy football? Because to a lot of you, he's just a number. That's a human being. Okay,
7: but you know what? The guy who makes you a
8: crappy meal, that's a human being too. Should he still be the chef? Yeah, I, I see what you did, Vic, and I respect it, and I think it's cool that you did it, but I'm not ready to turn Isaiah McKenzie into a sympathetic figure, or like I feel bad for Isaiah McKenzie.
7: Okay. I mean, that, again, to each his own. I actually I, feel bad for Isaiah McKenzie. I, I, do. I do. I don't I think he's doing it intentionally, and they keep putting him out there. Mm. I, I mean, I don't feel bad for the coaches who keep putting him out there. I don't put, feel bad for Brock Olivo, okay, but, who doesn't coach no, him not to catch the it, ball it, for three We talked line. the
8: other day about how this is the NFL, so if Adam Gates wants to onside kick, this is professional football. It. Like it or not, Isaiah McKenzie's playing professional no, football, so it. you need to catch the ball, so you guys can't have it both ways. I get it. I get it. If the team
6: were 9-3 and three right now instead of 3-9... and nine, I'd say do not let him see the field but at this point why not why you know why not allow him to rehab himself on the field I would agree because there's no risk guess if he fumbles five more times who
7: cares you know how many players happy about you know how many
6: it. players i counted working on their own on the field afterwards one, one. One. one player
7: that's why i don't think your example is great for what we're talking about though cuz that's actually what we want to see out of an athlete what we don't want to see is hooting and hollering and having a good time in the locker room what you saw is what fans want to hear is yeah. happening. That a kid who's struggled is working behind the scenes trying to get better. He's keeping his head down. He's He, he, he feels bad about it. Like, great. That's what I want to see. That's what yeah. I want to hear.
6: I just, you know, the problem with pro sports today is the money gets greater every year. And the motivation and incentive to do exactly that, that diminishes every year. It just does. And I hate to play get off my lawn guy. I really do. But that's the God's honest truth. When you're set for life at a young age, where is the motivation and the incentive to get better? Where is it? It's got to be internal of, hey, I want to okay, be great. Okay, but why? For what?
7: Just because you want to be great. Because wanna... I want to
6: get a gold jacket someday. For, for what? You're, you're already a millionaire.
7: You're a yeah, multi If, if the what? only thing motivating you is money, I, I'm with you. I think, do you think it, it when in his prime, and I mm-hmm. know in his last year he made $30 million. But do you think Michael Jordan was really motivated by money? Do yeah. you think Tom Brady makes a Again, lot of money? You're, talking about, motivated
6: by you're money. talking about the greats of all time. I'm talking right. about the typical player. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an great. example. Last night, we celebrated Bill Hansick's 60th birthday, and we showed some old clips, Hans getting into it with Ralph Sampson. Hans was a middle-of-the-road backup in the NBA. I've never seen a guy, and I remember he was my favorite nugget. Why? I've never seen a guy play harder every time he hit the court. He pl- he used every skill, every talent he had. And he didn't have much, but he used it all. He used it all. Right. And he played as hard as he possibly could.
7: So there are certain people who realize, even at a young age, I want to look back and have no regrets. To me, the
6: biggest sin in life is squandered talent. You take it, at that's a line from a Bronx tale.
7: Is it really? Do you remember the movie? A movie?
6: Okay. You haven't seen Wizard of Oz. You haven't seen a Bronx tale. Jesse, go to break right now and reset the show. I don't know what to do.
2: Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are on the road taking on the Lightning in Tampa Bay. The puck drops at 530 with a pregame show getting it away at 505. Mark Moser, the radio voice of the Avs will be on the call. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. And the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to
5: Vic Lombardi. Uh, my message is stop feeling sorry for yourself take pride in your defense because if you don't the same thing is going to keep happening and not gonna i'm not gonna play the same guys over and over when we give up every single night 110 120 55 from the field 50 in the paint i, I it's not in my nature i'm not gonna sit there and watch that much longer i tell you that much
6: michael malone after their fourth straight defeat last night the Denver nuggets losing on the road to the new orleans pelicans he heard them and take pride And again, my, my comeback to that is it's hard to take pride when the pocketbook is taken care of for years on end. Who cares? Who needs pride when you're a multimillionaire and you're, you're taking care of for life? Who needs pride? You, you had pride. I got my money. It's hard. It's a, I can't wait to talk to Dr. Travis Heath about it because I think it's a coach's biggest challenge today trying to find ways to motivate when these guys are financially set for life.
7: Yeah, I get it, and I think when they're young, it's even tougher because I think you lack that perspective. But I mean, put put it put yourself in those shoes. What would you do? Would you show up and play hard and and try to be great, or would you just go, man? I got enough money. I'm gonna kick back. Some people are wired differently. How many guys You should be wired like the guy but who cares? You, but you know, that's not how it works. I know. You know and wrong. That doesn't mean I, I can't say it's wrong.
6: Some people are lazy. Yeah, that's wrong. Some people are so vastly talented and so skilled and they hit the genetic lottery. Let's be honest. Okay. They were born with amazing talents and bodies just because they were born with it, but they have the motivation of a snail. Agreed. You see it, all the, it all the time. All the time. All the time. The
7: most frustrating athletes going where it's, man, that guy could be great if he just gave it any effort.
8: But then the There are guys on the other side of the coin who have no business playing professional sports who have worked their tails off to
7: Agreed. get there. Agreed. Agreed. And you see it more in the NFL than in other sports. You see more Chris Harris's and, and CJ's and undrafted mm-hmm. guys who make it because they bust their butt. But why is Jay Cutler such a frustrating quarterback?
6: Because he has all the arm talent in the world. All the ability in the world.
7: Is there a guy in the league today who throws a better pass than Jay Cutler? Matt Stafford, probably. Okay.
9: Mm-hmm.
7: That, that's a small group. Yeah. And his team's always underachieved. Now, that's not all his fault. Hasn't been a lot of talent. He's had like nine offensive coordinators, et cetera, et cetera. But he's frustrating because, God, that guy has all the ability in the world. And if he had Peyton Manning's work ethic, how many Super Bowls would Jay Cutler have won? Yeah. That's why he's frustrating.
6: Uh, Let's go to the text line, 30933. That's 30933. This guy says, 9792, I bowled a few of the best games of my life after six or seven beers. (laughs) Who's to say these guys don't play better under the influence? (laughs) Bowling, you know, bowling's one of those few sports where drinking sort of goes hand in hand, right? Did I just call bowling a sport? You did. Wow. Bowling is one of those few games, recreational games, where drinking is part of it, which is why this whole Top Golf fascination, Mm -hmm. now I respect it, but come on, it's just a bar. You're not playing golf. You don't respect it. Well, you're not playing it's fun. golf. You can yeah. understand it's but fun. But everybody who thinks, hey, let's go play. Like my son a few weeks ago, let's go play golf. Okay, let's go. What do you want? What, you
8: going to go up and play nine? No, let's go to top golf. No, no, that's not golf. You're not, you're not playing golf. Mm, you're trying to hit targets, though. You're basically just hitting a whole bunch of different shots on different lengths of par threes. You're not playing golf, dude. When you can roll the ball to the target, that's not golf. Right. That's why it makes it fun for everyone. Well, not everyone should play then. Oh, so families who want to go to Top Golf shouldn't be allowed to go? No, go, go! You know, but that's not competition. Just don't think you're competing in golf. You're not. Yeah,
6: don't think you're winning anything that's golf. You're not. You're playing some other game mm-hmm. with the bar. You're
8: swinging it. a golf club and hitting a golf ball, yeah. trying to hit it into a holes. Whatever. It's still golf. Whatever.
6: I mean, you could turn anything into a competition. Well, what, what's that dumb game they play? At tailgate? According to oh. him, Papa shot at and David. Yeah, exactly. An NBA what, what, what's, game. what's the stupid thing with the, 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 the you throw the things in the
8: hole? Everybody's cornhole. Playing. Yeah, that, that crap.
6: Oh. Let's play. Let's play. Like everybody
8: takes it Uh, seriously. Clearly, he's never been to an SEC tailgate before. All right, whatever.
6: Uh, I want to go back to what James said before the break. What did you say about talent? Uh, There's no greater sin than wasted talent. Okay, you stole that from the movie. I didn't feel it. I've never seen the movie. It was the movie A Bronx Tale. Robert De Niro was in that movie. He played a father. He played a father whose son... Chaz Palmentary or whatever. Exactly right. He I played, know the movie. I, played his mom in this movie. So, I haven't seen so, it. So I Robert can tell De Niro is the father who's a bus driver. And his son is hanging with the wrong crowd. His son is hanging with mobsters. So he has a chat with his son. And Chaz Chaz is sort of like a, a father figure as well. But he's a bad guy. Listen to this. Do I have
9: talent, Of course you
2: have talent. you got all the talent in the world. I be a
11: baseball
2: player? You can be anything you want to be. Remember, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. You could have all the talent in the world, but if you don't do the right thing, then nothing happens. But when you do right, guess what? Good things happen. You Hear me? Must be an Italian
6: thing. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an example off the top of your head, guys. Of because he's right. That's a great. Give line. me an example of wasted talent. Who, who are guys? That come to mind. Johnny win- Mansell. We talked about him yesterday. Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus more than Johnny because Jamarcus actually got drafted number one overall. Johnny no, was had- a Heisman
8: Trophy winner. It was a first round pick. I know, but there's
6: always that. Can he, can that transfer to the league? Transferred for Russell Wilson. We yeah. saw
8: Jamarcus
7: Russell come in here. Remember he came into a game mm-hmm. and he went like 10 of 11 late and led the Raiders to a, mm-hmm. a comeback win because he had all the physical abilities yeah. in the world. Big guy, huge arm, played in big games down at LSU. And just fizzled because he couldn't stop drinking whatever he called it, the purple drink. But
8: according yeah. to you guys, it's cool because if he needs it to get on the field, no problem. A few more for you. Uh, he's redeemed himself very, fairly nicely. Actually, very well, but Michael Vick is a prime example of wasted talent. No doubt. Spending time in a federal, federal prison. Uh, Ty Lawson, I would argue, wasted talent. I mean, that guy had some years for the Nuggets and it went uh, south. You guys mentioned Maurice Claret. Yep. Wasted talent. I mean, you got vodka in your water bottle.
6: That's going to lead to some wasted talent. Now, through no fault of his own. This is, again, this is where you have to draw the line between fortune and lack of work ethic. Bad fortune is what happened to Greg Oden, right? Right. People are going to look at Greg Oden, and this is what I hate about. I get all philosophical about this. Oh, what a waste. Well, he didn't. I mean, it's like a, he, he he didn't want to get hurt, right? He didn't want his knees to sure. burst. That's just a crappy break, a crappy ball. It's, awful. it's a, Greg Oden was a great player when healthy. It's not his fault.
7: I mean, it, it, to a lesser degree, it's like Antonio McDyess and LaFonso Ellis, right? If it had, it had those guys stayed healthy and hell, put Kenyon Martin in that category, they could have been a lot better than they were, and they were still pretty darn good players. Zero four five nine Len Bias,
6: biggest Maybe waste of talent,
7: talent ever. That's going to be tough to top.
6: Aaron Hernandez, one of the suggestions on the uh, text Very line. Very true. Boy, those demons. Um, Let me read this text from Ryan. So you get a guy like Tebow who puts in all the passion and intensity and effort and has made more clutch plays than half the quarterbacks in the league, but w- he was run out of the league. Yeah, you know, it's that it's weird. It's, part of what you say is exactly right. He put in the work. He put in all the effort, but people mocked him for it. It's weird how we do that. And huh? I always hated Isn't that, that? weird? I hated that. that I hated so to meet people spent, who called him yeah, Johnny Tryhard. We just spent the last twenty minutes saying Agreed. how we want people to try hard. We we value that work ethic. That guy had the work ethic and we mocked him for it.
7: I I was on the air at the time, Vic, and I and I would yell and yell and yell about it because it offended me. It offended me when people would rip that and call him, mm-hmm. you know, Timmy tryhard and they would mock that he was first in the in all the sprints. Like that's what you want the guy to be. That's what you want. But see, the mocking of Tim Tebow went
6: to a different level. Well, because it became a, a political slash religious exactly. thing. Exactly. That's so, what
7: most of yeah. the mocking of Tim Tebow was about. Yes.
6: Zero one five five. Uh, Vic, I don't feel sorry for a guy that fumbles a handful of times and carries the ball one handed. Trendon Holiday Part 2. At least Trendon scored touchdowns. Again, I, I'm not saying that the guy doesn't deserve criticism. I'm not saying that. Obviously he does. He's fumbled six times this year. I mean, come on! This is the National Football League. I mean, I can't, as a human being, feel for a dude because I saw him after practice. I felt for him. Does that make me a bad guy? Because I, am no. I soft? I no. guess I'm soft. It doesn't.
7: And, and I think I don't think H W and I are bad guys for saying, "Hey, the guy who keeps making mistakes. It's the NFL. Sorry, you shouldn't be out here." People take it to the nth degree, though, right? It's the it's the Twitter trolls who are sending the guy awful messages. It's the back in the day people calling Donnie Moore the the Angels. Uh, closer who blew a, a playoff game, blew a series against the Red Sox and, and heckling him and, and hounding him sure. to the point where he became suicidal. Like those people are idiots, but to just be critical and harsh and say you shouldn't be out there,
8: I don't, there's not, you're an NFL player. There's nothing wrong with that. 6231 with maybe my favorite text of the day. When Peyton Manning had to take a pay cut, the money mattered and he earned it all back. The money did matter to Peyton because he, he did earn it all back with a big, in a big way by winning the Super Bowl. And I agree with that. But the 10, the $10 million,
7: his life would be no different if he'd taken the pay cut. The $10 million didn't really matter. It's the principle behind it. Right. Of really, I need to take the pay cut Mm -hmm. so you guys can do what with it? I mean, I need to go from $19 million a year when you know what, I'm coming off a pretty decent season and I'm two years removed from the greatest season in NFL history to nine million bucks a year, so you guys can save ten mil? I-, I still contend if John Elway had mapped out here's the four things we're gonna do with that ten million dollars and they made the team better, mm-hmm. it's a different conversation. But if it's hey, uh the Bolins need to make a little more money this year, I wouldn't give it back either.
6: Didn't they use some of that money to go sign Vaughn and Demarius and they they used some of that mm. money though? i can go back and look. Yeah. It wasn't. It but
8: it they ended up paying him his nineteen million dollars. Yeah, he got maybe. it all. He got it
7: all, and it was all well worth it. But it, it, it was every single year mm-hmm. the Broncos would be cutting costs, and, and H. W. and I were doing a show together, and it would be, Well, they got to save money for the Thomases. Well, they got to save money for Trevathan. Well, they, and then they didn't do it. But that's always the excuse, and then nobody remembers that that was the excuse. It's like draft projections. Yeah. Nobody remembers your crappy draft projections, but I do. I so, remember when you say these things. Tell you what, Not we do you.
6: remember. December seventh, nineteen forty-one, the day that will live in infamy, Pearl Harbor Day. Sports fans, eight twelve on the Vic Lombardi Show. Up next, talk to James Palmer. Eight thirty, James Palmer. Let me try that again. At eight thirty, James Palmer of the NFL Network. Up next our Power 5 question of the day. It's hard
7: to believe that the calendar already reads December, and you know what that means? It's time to start thinking about how you can start the new year off right with extra money in your pockets. I'm talking anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month and maybe even delaying up to two months' worth of mortgage payments. The time to refinance is now as rates remain low. But the Fed is meeting in a couple of weeks, so we may be seeing a slight increase before the year's end. So start today. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage experts at American Financing. They can identify ways to cut back on your mortgage payment or ways to get rid of your higher interest debt. I know some of you are spoiling your loved ones with holiday gifts, so don't delay on paying off those high-interest credit cards. Get the financial guidance you need for a successful 2018. There are no upfront fees, and you can even close in as fast as 10 days. What are you waiting for? Call my friends at American Financing, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's the official mortgage company of two 950, American Financing. NMLS
1: 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
10: Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, owner for the Denver Broncos.
16: If
14: you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Come on down on December 9th between 2.30 and 4 p.m. I'll be there signing autographs, hanging out, bring your favorite jerseys, footballs. We'll also have signed footballs available for purchase. You can also pick up your 2018 Broncos Cheerleader calendars.
1: Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Meet Riley Dixon at Colorado Off-Road located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long.
9: Colorado Off-Road. Hey,
6: it's Vic Lombardi, and at the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives, me, I'm thankful any time I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine, and you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over a 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can Help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com.
0: We're all looking for balance. We're so busy with family, with work, and now the holidays. If you know someone who needs a retreat, 5 Wellbeing Studio and Spa is an oasis where they can relax and do something good for themselves. Get them a holiday gift certificate to take a yoga class or have a five-star spa day with hot stone massage. Make your loved one a priority and get back in balance at 5 Wellbeing Studio and Spa in Littleton. Purchase a $125 gift certificate and receive a twenty-five dollar gift from them to you.
1: Hi, it's Drew Goodman. There is one road that will always remain the same. It is familiar, it is comfortable, and its destination is somewhere we never quite left. It's the road home. Make your road home a memorable one this year by starting your holiday season at Shop BMW for the Road Home Sales Event. From the iconic three series starting at two ninety nine a month to the attention commanding X six, there are more models than ever featuring x Drive all wheel drive technology. Shop BMW. One price, one person, one hour.
10: Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives.
0: This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives.
2: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
13: A multi-car accident blocking the right lanes of eastbound Molder Turnpike approaching Sheridan. Only the far left lane getting through at last check and sounds like maybe a second accident in those backups. So do watch for some significant delays making your approach to Sheridan. Traffic is brought to you by Murdoch's. You're looking slow northbound I-25, stop and go between Ridgegate Parkway and Colorado Boulevard. This Friday is Ladies Day at Murdoch's Ranch and Home Supply. Save up to 20% store-wide, free gift with $25 purchase, evening refreshments and prizes. Details at your local Murdoch's and Murdoch's dot com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude nine fifty.
2: Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. Now back to Vic Lombardi.
6: God, it's supposed to be in the sixties this weekend. You got the Vic Lombardi show. You can watch us live, by the way, on Periscope at Altitude nine fifty at Vic Lombardi. Came bearing gifts this morning, compliments of the Colorado Golf Company. These beautiful Colorado hats made for Colorado natives, which is why our very own Marty O. did not get one. Did you get yours, Jesse? Did, did anybody hand Jesse Oh, yeah, his? it's back here. I give this Jesse is his. Back. How come you're not wearing it, Jess?
1: I'll
7: put it on next break.
6: Better wear that damn I thing. Will. Don't think your hair is that important. <laughs> it sounded weird, like you couldn't do it till the break. Yeah. It? Well, it's a back. hat. We've come to understand why Manchester can't wear his. He, and I've seen it now with my own eyes, those of you watching in Periscope, he physically cannot put the hat over his dome. His head is that big. What is yes. the size of your head? I believe it's an eight, maybe eight and an eighth.
7: It keeps getting bigger, which I'm sure nobody on the text line will be surprised by that. Um, but, yeah, it's like an, it's at least an eight. Uh, what
8: well, do you seriously. mean by no one will yeah. be surprised? How's it getting bigger? You have a
7: big head? Do you have a growth? I don't know. Not as far as I know, that's kind of mean to joke about. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to help you out. I'm being cautious. Go get that thing tested. I I have to wear visors because it's the only thing that will fit me. And they're like on the Velcro on the back, like I'm eating to the end. I can't get them. Some of
6: the texters that chimed in with wasted talent, Lamar Odom, Josh Hamilton in baseball, Stefan Marbury, who's still playing, by the way. Speaking of a guy that's... Really old and still playing professional sports? That leads us right into our Power 5 question of the day.
2: What can we not get enough of today? So
8: hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. What is it? Rafael Palmero, who is 53 years old, last played Major League Baseball in 2005, said he's thinking about trying to make a comeback. Palmero told The Athletic, quote, There's no doubt in my mind. I can do it. He was a four-time All-Star. So our Power 5 question of the day on the Ream Pro Partners text line 30933. Name an athlete over the age of 50 who, one, you want to see come back, and two, you think actually could come back. Can, can I please make my comments regarding Rafael Palmero at 53? Mm-hmm. Don't be
6: silly. All right, dude. Listen, I, I hope it works. I'm not rooting against him. But the first thing to go when you get old, trust me, I know, first thing to go is quick twitch muscles, quickness, it mm-hmm. goes. Mm-hmm. And to take a bat off your shoulder and turn on a fastball or any kind of baseball, that that goes, that erodes. So good luck, man. Good luck to you.
7: Yeah, and it, it's it's funny that this is the way you put the Power Five of guy over fifty you'd like to see come back because Paul ain't one of them.
6: Yeah, yeah why, why, why the hell would we want to see him? I mean, what did he do to warrant a comeback? Didn't, didn't he wag his
8: finger at Congress?
6: Yeah, yeah. He, wants yeah, yeah. His, he wants to do it because he wants to prove to people that he was clean and that he could still hit. He could hit at age fifty-three. We always see guys, and, and we always say but he looks like he could
7: play, right? Like you we see, do it all. The you time. see Terrell Davis. I Wright. I saw I,
6: I saw fat right. lever. Like, man, you look like you still ball.
7: I think, I think probably a pitcher could come out and be like Montgomery Brewster, and you mm-hmm. can, can get anybody out for three innings. Um and I think in in, in basketball you could big be, man. maybe come out and give
6: like 10 good minutes. A big man though. Can't be a guard.
7: Guard. Right, right right
9: right right.
6: Once you again, once you lose quickness it's over. It's got to be a very right. large lumbering man. Do you think DeKembe could play 10 minutes
7: an,
9: an Yes.
6: Hour? I I think Bill, he could. Bill Hanslick. told me last night at the age of 60. He turned 60. He turned to me and said, "Right now I could guard Boogie Cousins better than any player on the Nuggets roster." And I believed him. I do too. I believe him. I, I believe, believe him. him. So
7: it would be someone like that because I, I wouldn't want it to just be a total embarrassment. All right, like we saw Jordan's second comeback. Mm-hmm. Was a kind of like, He looks slow. He looks slow. Good. Yeah. You watch Dwayne Wade try to play now, and he's what thirty-four.
6: Oh, we're getting some. You know what? Uh, we're getting some great stuff on the text line three zero nine three three. And I agree with you on this one five one nine five. Randy Moss could probably go out and score five touchdowns in the NFL on a couple of those fade patterns.
8: It's not a bad... T.O.? T.O. See, yeah, I don't think play. either of those guys are 50, but they're in the right ballpark, yeah, right? They, they could play. Someone on the text line uh, 7908 said, Is Shannon Sharp 50 yet? That man is yoked. I could see it, his dedication to the weights. I mean, Shannon still looks like he could go blow someone up tomorrow, you know? Problem but, is, though, with age 2
6: comes uh muscle failure. Yeah. You know, like these guys will make one cut and boom goes the hamstring.
7: Boom goes the Achilles. Trust me. What about I know. And I know he's not 50. He's just in his 40s. But I still contend Peyton Manning would be better than any quarterback on this Broncos roster. Well, it
6: was right Jeff now. Legwald who sat here the other day and said uh, he believes the Broncos and their their woeful offensive line. It cost Peyton Manning a couple years of his career
7: because he kept getting hurt. Uh, when he signed here, I, I believe his intention was to play all five years. He played yeah.
6: four. Um, I got one on my own personal text from my brother who makes a good point. If he didn't get hurt all the time with his feet, how about Peter the Great, Peter Forsberg? Remember those talents? Remember mm-hmm. how talented he was? Yeah. And he had that weird foot injury. And he had the spleen thing. That's yeah. Right? But, I mean, how fun
8: was it to watch Peter Forsberg skate? I. That's a guy
6: that I'd watch late
8: in his career. Yeah. Well, and you know what? This brings up a good point. We watched a lot of those abs play in that alumni game against the Red Wings yeah. over at Coors Field. The quality of that game was actually really good. There was a lot of guys on the ice. It's like, man, they can still skate.
6: Well, dude, those defensemen can go into their
8: 40s. We've
6: yeah. seen it. I mean, Ray how old was Ray Bork when he when he retired? Was he close to 40? Wasn't he
7: 39-40? Yeah, I would guess.
6: How I mean, about I'm, that dude that played for the Red Wings until he was 45-46? Well, Yager now old in the Army Younger? He's 44-45. Yeah. yeah.
7: Ray Bork going. is
8: 56 now. He retired, what, 01? So that means he was about 40, 39-40. Yeah. I mean,
6: those defensemen especially, they can skate I mean, they can go into their 40s and play the game. How old is Randy Johnson? Oh, he's got to be my age. He's got to be 48 years old. 15. I bet Randy Johnson
7: could
8: get guys out for a couple of yeah. years. Although, remember I went to that wild card game? Yeah. And they showed Randy on the big screen? Yeah. He was looking a little rough. I, I don't know if he was going to come was, out. He was
7: never Brad Pitt.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: Even See, for Randy, he was looking <laughs> a little rough. You know,
6: you, you know, the one equalizer, the one sport where you can really apply this to? The one sport that allows you to play. Into your fifties and sixties, what's the one sport? Golf, exactly. Do you guys remember Tiger's going to win a major this year? By oh, I the way. hope he does. He's going to. Am I, am I the only one who got
7: excited watching Tiger over the weekend? No, you you didn't. And here's the funny thing: when I was in Vegas the last time, you could bet on Tiger to win the Masters at a hundred to one. He's now the fourth favorite. I saw
6: that. Why hundred to one for? Let Tiger. me ask you this: because his personal life's been a mess. I think I might have bought it. His personal life has been an utter future. mess. All right, he's. He cheated on his wife. We heard the stories about the Perkins waitresses, issues with painkillers, all this stuff. I thought they were from Denny's. <laughs> well, your choice. Why do I find myself rooting for Tiger Woods, a- a like a little, like a schoolgirl? Because you're not rooting for him as a person. You're rooting for him as an athlete. You know
7: and why? he's one of the most compelling athletes in you know my life.
6: Because this applies to your little uh, power five today. You know why? Because I'm one of the idiots.
7: <laughs> the hell does that mean?
6: Oh, what's so, what's so funny? It's just so demeaning. That,
7: just, uh, that was the exact word I was going to use. Yeah. It says it so demeaning. What, what? Your, your, little, plus, your, your little power your little five, power five that yeah. you brought You're, to the show. Yeah.
6: <laughs> your little quiz. Um, I'm thinking to myself, the reason why I root for Tiger Woods is those of us that have these ridiculous takes all the time. Oh, he'll never win another major. He'll never win another tournament. I've said it publicly. I've, I've gone on the record. I sort of want to see guys like me get my mouth shut. I want to see me proven wrong. I want to see idiots like me. Yes, I love it when athletes, great athletes,
7: prove us wrong. Well, I love um, it, and I think we love a comeback more than we love the first round of greatness. Right, the first round of greatness is kind of cool, yeah. but then you kind of get tired of it, and everybody tries
6: to knock him off. The I want of to see Tiger put guys. I want to see. I want to see him beat Jordan Spieth head to head. I want. Too. I want to see him mm. beat these, these. Oh, dude. Fine. I want to see him Sunday beat Augusta? Young. I mean us old guys. Mm. Yes. Us old guys. and he's not even that old. What is he? Forty four, Tiger? I think okay. he's forty two. He's a little younger than is me. Is he? Okay, so is he I want to see him beat a couple of
8: these millennials? Me head too. Head head. Are we dismissing some of Tiger's transgressions a little I too just, easily? I here?
6: prefaced my entire thing with this. But it's the it's the athlete and what he's meant to the game. Do you know without Tiger Woods that golf would be on its last legs right now? It would not be the same sport if he doesn't come along. And what transgression has you
7: so upset? He didn't make a vow to me. I mean, I, if I'm Elan, I'm not rooting for him. Yeah, but he can be an ass.
6: What? How many... If if we didn't root for guys who could be an ass, yeah, who true. would we root for? Well, I go back to guys who late in their... I mean, you can be an ass. Late in life made a run. Do you guys remember a few years back when Tom Watson had a chance to win the British Open? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was coming down the stretch. He came down to 18, and all he had to do was put it on the green. He won putts. He wins the British Open, and he flew it over the green, went to a playoff field. Um, man, that was big. I mean, I was rooting for Tom Watson. It was cool, but it also kind of diminished his golf as a sport.
7: Uh, if a guy in his sixties can compete with the best in the if world. If you want
6: my true definition of golf, it's not a, a true sport. There's no cardio involved. Right. right. If there's no cardio, it cannot be a true it's sport. It's a great it's test a of skill. A game. There's it's cardio at
8: top golf when you're going back and forth to the
6: bar. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, when, when you got these out of shape dudes playing golf and they're beating in shape dudes, it's not a sport. It's Sorry. A, it's like darts. Yeah. Not a, a sport. Billiards. You know, I love golf. Totally. I'm, a, I'm a golf addict and I'll tell you, it is not a sport. You got the Vic Lombardi show. James Palmer up next talking sports. All right, homeowners, you need to sell that house, you need to sell it quick, you need to sell it at a price you're happy with, obviously. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent who's gonna make you the following offer. He will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for five grand. Either way you win. Either take home five K or you sell that house. Using his system, he sold a house for $10,000 more than what the owner thought it would go for. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. That's Troy Hansford, 720-900-4433.
2: It's the holiday season, a time of true joy. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! A time of great cheer. Crowd comes to its feet at Pepsi Center. A time of peace and love and goodwill towards man. Oh, we have a fight on the other side. Helmets being thrown. to grabbed it all. Wishing you a stress-free holiday season. The pressure is accurate. Um, I understand that, and it's expected when you're not winning football games. So, Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year.
7: Starting quarterback for next season is. Not on the Broncos roster. I don't believe he is.
1: Altitude 950. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME, Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio.
17: Medved marches on. Trucks, 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 trucks. Save thousands on new GMC Sierra and Canyon trucks, including heavy duties, crew cabs, 4x4s, and duallys. And Medved has acres of all-wheel drive Buicks like Envision, Enclave, and Encore. Go to GMC.com for details. Medved sells trucks. Medved sells trucks. Small business owners, it's not too early to be thinking about those year-end tax savings. A Section 179 deduction on a new vehicle can save thousands on your tax bill. MedVed Chevrolet Buick GMC. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Experience the new Buick. GMC, we are professional grade. MedVed sells trucks. MedVed sells trucks. Online at MedVed Chevrolet Buick GMC.com.
3: MedVed sells trucks. NGL Crude Transportation wants to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Make this holiday season a good one and come out to the job fair. NGL Crude Transportation is sponsoring Saturday, December 9th. We will be at Homewood Suites by Hilton at 2510 46th Avenue in Greeley from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. We currently seek crude oil drivers to work out of Greeley and Fort Lupton. Our drivers enjoy excellent hourly pay with overtime after 40. Great benefits, medical, dental, vision, life, 401k, paid holidays, paid PTO, and more. If you have crude oil tanker experience or tractor-trailer experience with solid work history, come see us Saturday, December 9th at Homewood Suites by Hilton, off Highway 34 at 2510 46th Avenue in Greeley, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. NGL Crude Transportation. Call us at 844-NGL-HIRE. That's 844-NGL-HIRE. Or visit us at nglep.com.
2: The altitude 950 traffic update.
13: A multi-car accident causing a big delay this morning. Eastbound Boulder Turnpike approaching Sheridan with an accident in those backups. Traffic is brought to you by Choose Fitness Center. Northbound I-25 stop and go C-470 to Colorado Boulevard. Southbound running slow as well between the Washington Street Bridge and Hamden. See the new Choose Fitness Gym in Denver off South Monaco at their grand opening party this Saturday, December 9th from 10 till noon. Choose is bigger, nicer, cleaner, friendlier, and always starts at just nine ninety nine a month. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
2: The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show.
6: I need to ask you, when you're watching and you see Isaiah McKenzie trying, man, he's trying to make a play. It looks like he's over trying. Are you at all, keep sympathetic to his situation? The dude tries to make a play, fumbles in the end zone, and now he's on the bench again. What is your reaction to something like that?
5: Uh, I would have put him on a bench again, too. Hmm. Honestly, I mean, it's it's the NFL, man, and no no sympathy in this game. It's the NFL, man. We're all professionals. Uh, We all did something to get us here. So once you get here, you're expected to to perform at a certain level. So that's what we got to do.
6: Akeem was in rare form Tuesday. You got him every Tuesday right here on Altitude 950. Let's go to the hotline right now, a guy who covers the Broncos and the entire National Football League. He is James Palmer of the NFL Network. Hey, James, how are you, bud?
4: I'm pretty good, Vic. I'm just going to first point this out. I am very jelly about the time you get to spend with Talib on Tuesday. I love that guy.
6: Dude, it is, um, again, I, I opened that interview. I have nothing really to ask. I don't have prepared questions because you don't know where it's going to go. And I don't know yeah. if I ask him something and all of a sudden he hangs up on me. So it's sort of just trial by fire, put it that way. And this <laughs> week was great. Last week, after that whole suspension thing came down, wow, that was tense, bro. Yeah. And you know you get those interviews with guys that they they get intense, and you don't know are they
4: joking or are they
6: being serious?
4: Yeah, you you want to hear a good one? There's yes. one that I have now with a with a coworker of mine, Steve Smith, and there's actually a, is it a mem or a meme? I'm yeah, not meme. This. Yeah. is that what they're called? Meme? Yeah. There's a meme that I'm in with him because he was upset about the in his last season last year he was upset about the the officiating. That was going on, and he was talking to Chad Steele, their head PR guy. And he said, "You know, what, if I would give these referees a review on Yelp, it would be one star." And then Chad said, "You can't do that. You can't, you know, you can't critique the refs like that." So I heard him. So obviously, the first question I ask is, well, you know, how what do you think about these refs today?" Mm. And he looks at she mm-hmm. looks at Chad, and Chad's just sitting there staring at him, going, shaking his head, going, "Don't do it." And he just, and and Steve just goes, "You know, the website Yelp." Oh wow! And he yeah. goes and he goes right into it, and then him and I kind of get into it a little bit in the sense of he also started complaining that their uh, radios were out, that their headsets were out, and I said, "Did you have a backup plan?" He goes, "You shouldn't have a backup plan. What happens if your mic goes out?" You know, well, I got another mic up here above you because I was with an NFL crew, which was mm. nice, and kind of got he kind of got upset about me firing back that I did have a backup plan with another microphone. But when things do get heated, the biggest thing is like with guys like Marshawn Lynch and those guys. If you do continue to just kind of do your job, you, Marshawn's one of those guys who will respect you when the interview's kind of over, and he knows he's giving you a hard time on purpose. Hmm. But uh, it does get a little tough at times. Talib's one of the best, man, he, especially just shooting the breeze in the locker room. I, I learned more about football from that guy maybe than anybody else in that locker room.
6: Were you in that scrum when Tlaib said this two years ago?
5: Our plan was to do what we do. You know we do. That's what we did. Said what?
6: I'll play it one more time.
5: Our okay. to do what we do.
4: You know we do. That's what we did. Did you hear that? <laughs> I heard it. Now uh I don't think I was. What, what, what were we? What were we discussing there?
6: I have no idea. That's the point. I mean, sometimes he says stuff, and it was Rod Mackey in that scrum, and the look on Rod's face was one of absolute. What? What do I do now? <laughs> what you do mean- I say yeah. now? <laughs> but that's key right keep keep sometimes will have you it shaking is. your head he, that's why they love they, they love them in the locker room steve smith the thing i love about steve smith he's got a little bit of what i got a little small man syndrome so he plays a lot mm-hmm. bigger than he really is and he's always trying to ch- yeah well he's trying to challenge everybody yeah, is, is yep. he still feuding with uh, with michael irvin by the way is that still a thing
4: well, it made for good TV on our network. I'll say that. I'll say that, and the ratings have been pretty good because of it. But uh, I, I don't know entirely how much of a feeling thing it is. But at the same time, you don't get on Steve's bad side. I mean, that's kind of one you don't really want to be on. But he's he, uh, the thing that he's brought to us uh, on on the air has been he doesn't sugarcoat anything. I mean, one hundred percent how he feels about a player, about a team. He does. He doesn't. You know, he tells you exactly how it is. And, and, and you know it. And, that, and that's, that's probably the best thing that he's brought because a lot of that is kind of lost in some of the analysis that's on with this. Sorry to say, as professional as some of these former players have gotten, he still keeps it, you know, relatively just, this is how it is. This guy stinks. And it's kind of refreshing in a sense.
6: Talking to James Palmer of the NFL network now. I'm used to seeing James at Dove Valley every week, but because you work for the network, they send you to where the news is and the news ain't happening here anymore. This team stinks. So where do they have you?
4: Well, I got, I just got back from a really good game on Sunday Night Football. I did Seahawks and uh, Eagles up there, which was really good. And spending time with Seattle, I think that's going to be a really dangerous team coming down the stretch the way Russell Wilson's playing. And Bobby Wagner, in my opinion, is probably uh, one of those t- couple of guys for Defensive Player of the Year. And this week I got the Raiders at the Chiefs, which this division um, obviously can come down to a bunch of different things. I mean, it comes down to the Chiefs win, they're still atop the standings. Raiders and Chargers win, Chargers take the lead. Raiders Raiders win, Chargers lose, Raiders take the lead. So, I mean, the game has a lot uh, kind of riding on it, and I think with Peters getting suspended as well, which I don't want by the team, I don't know how he's not suspended by the league for throwing a flag into the stands which I thought was hilarious but at the same time I don't know how you don't get kicked out of the game for that but uh with him being out there's plenty of storylines in you know in that one and uh it should be a a pretty good game cuz these are the ones Broncos excluded teams competing for uh AFC West uh at title. Um Sashi
6: Brown the word came down fired by the Cleveland Browns yeah. uh, that that whole uh, baseball uh, mentality the analytics the uh whatever they did in Oakland, the Billy Bean theory. Obviously, I don't know if it's going to work in the National Football League.
4: Yeah, it's it comes it, – and I was talking to a couple of uh, the Brown scouts during some pro days I was at this offseason, and, and a couple of them, almost all at different pro days, said the same thing. What comes down to our success is going to be this draft, and then that was referencing the 2017 draft, and then this following draft in the 2018 draft. Because they've accumulated so many picks – that their make-or-break time was really these two drafts. But I really think the the thing that really broke all of this is one of them is mainly the success of Carson Wentz and then passing – and trading down out of that spot and seeing what Wentz is doing, who's in his second year is a viable MVP candidate, and you're still searching for who your quarterback's going to be. If you had made that pick and you still had this somewhat of a mindset of, we're going to keep accumulating picks and we're going to keep figuring out how we do things in this baseball mindset, in a sense, if you had the quarterback spot figured out while you were doing that, I think you're in a lot more comfortable of a situation Mm -hmm. since there's still a a question mark at the quarterback spot and you're seeing where you've passed and where you didn't evaluate. Because honestly, there were two teams. The things that that, that don't really add up to me are the only team that I talked to that thought Jared Goff was better than Carson Wentz was the Rams. And every other team said Carson Wentz is the best player in this draft and a surefire star in this league, yet the Browns still trade down and pass. Wow.
6: You, you know, it's funny because we talk about that whole Jared Goff, Carson Wentz thing. Do you think uh, perhaps the way Goff is playing with the Rams and the way he's performing, there's uh, a bit of redemption there?
4: Well, I think there definitely is, and I think it, it falls on two parts. One, uh, what McVay has been able to do to utilize pieces of that offense. Like, you know, Jeff Fisher wasn't able to do anything with Tavon Austin, and and you, you see the way they've utilized him this year, and you see the difference in Jared Goff from this season to last year, and I think it's it's a great validation for him when you know Ian Rapoport on our network is talking about in the off season before he played this way the rams could be in play for kirk cousins next year i mean that's a crazy thought wow. to throw out there after a guy was a number 1 pick 2 years ago but we're seeing it around the league that the leash is shorter for how you for how long you're really getting a chance to look at some of these guys at the quarterback position because you're really getting spoiled by some of the successes of guys like Carson Wentz or what you saw from Deshaun Watson come out right away in those you know the opening games that he had that if you don't have that success right away it's you know people start writing you off already and you're seeing Case Keenum kind of come back in his third act and actually you know playing well and it's going to probably get paid uh this off season
6: um, well, you know, this football season here in Denver is due to end with a thud, clearly. But I expect, James, and I don't know if you heard the same thing, I think there's going to be massive offensive changes on this roster. And I mean massive. In fact, it wouldn't bother me if they leave the defense alone, because I think you can fix that, and they switch this offense up and down. I'm talking every position. uh You heard C.J. Anderson. He says it himself. He's not sure where he's going to be next year. I don't think any of these players are secure next year.
4: Yeah, I think there's there's been two issues in, on the offensive side of the ball, and it's obviously you've changed up what you do offensively, and so, and, and specifically, it's you know you have a skill set that fit maybe previously something you were doing, and that skill set doesn't fit something you're looking to do in the future. That's one of the issues, and then straight talent is another one of the issues. I mean, I think Ron Leary is a player for sure. I think that was a good hit in free agency, but you're right. I think you can look up and down the board. And you can really kind of see and ask yourself who has contributed and who hasn't contributed to this to, to, to where we are as an offensive unit. I mean, you, you, it wouldn't be a surprise that your starter next year is at quarterback is not on this roster. And I think it comes down to down the stretch. To me, what I want to see from the personnel standpoint and from the coaching staff standpoint is: I covered Gary Kubiak and the Texans as a beat reporter back when they won their first two games and lost. The next fourteen straight, but Gary never lost that locker room, yeah. and the locker room still in those last couple of games, guys even told me down the down down the years after that that they still played their hearts out for Gary if that if for Vance joseph's job, if that ends up being the case, obviously you don't want to lose out, but you better get an obvious sense that guys are playing their hearts out for Vance Joseph or else you're in trouble, and the same sense is who's playing their heart out for their job as well because. The effort side of things is is important, but the talent side of things is, is obviously where the changes need to probably happen.
6: That's a very good point. But when you say the player's not playing for the coach, those same players may not be there. That coach may not exactly. be there. Who knows who's going to be exactly. there? James, always appreciate the inside, my man. So what game are you hitting? The Kansas City-Oakland game this weekend. That's, or is it... Mm-hmm. Who, is, is it it's City Kansas at City at Oakland or at KC? It's, it's at,
4: Can, at okay. Kansas City. Well, hopefully, it's at Kansas City because that's where my flight. Oh go. yeah, you're right. By the way, I'm Kansas City, the,
6: the coldest venue I've ever experienced. About four or five years ago, they had one of those wind ice storms come through. Dude, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now. I think I I aged ten years in one football game. What's the coldest game you've ever covered?
4: That place is pretty cold. I did a thing. I did a game there. I think it was Oakland there last year. Where it was so cold, I was supposed to do a pregame thing with Christian Okoye for Periscope for the NFL, and cell phones wouldn't work. Yes. And then he looked at me and told me that all of the people that are playing in his awesome Nigerian accent—that all the guys playing on this field now that's heated in Kansas City—are a bunch of pansies. <laughs> he played on that field when it was a frozen sheet of ice and pure <laughs> rock, getting tackled on it. Before now, they have the heaters that are underneath the place. Uh-huh.
6: Well, good luck to you, my friend, James. As always, love talking to you. Appreciate your time. Uh,
4: You too, buddy. Take care. That
6: is James Palmer of the NFL Network. Don't forget, we'll uh, visit with our resident sports psychologist, Dr. Travis Heath at 930. i got to ask him a lot of questions about the psyche, the Broncos locker room, and what Michael Malone does after his comments last night in New Orleans. Also coming up, Jason Hirsch, former Rockies pitcher at 9 o'clock. You may have heard Bud Black yesterday on this show. He had some interesting things to say about the makeup of his roster. Up next... Marty O, he didn't get one of these Colorado hats because they only go to Colorado natives. My sincere apologies, Marty. I hope you bring it on the Morning Sugar Fix.
2: Here's your chance to hang out with Scott Hastings and Julie Brahman. Every Thursday during their show, a lucky listener and a friend will have lunch with the host while hanging out in the studio.
1: Presented by Garbanzo Mediterranean Fresh. From premier meats and euros to salads and baked from scratch pitas. Visit eatgarbanzo.com to find a location near you. It's
2: Hanging with Hastings and Brahman every Thursday only on Altitude
1: 950. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have a game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com.
11: With the holidays in full swing, every little thing you cross off your list makes the season a lot less stressful. Start with a $10 CVS cash card, yours when you spend $30 on select items. Then pick up Hershey's Kisses, now two for $5, and all of the other holiday essentials like Christmas lights and wrapping paper. Plus, Hallmark cards for family and friends are now buy one, get one free. Stop into your neighborhood CVS pharmacy today and save big on all the little things you need this holiday. Restrictions apply. See circular for details. Sophia went through a
12: lot of tutoring and got minimal results. For her ADHD, she was almost off the charts. None of the typical therapies met her needs. We felt like we were constantly playing catch up. There was great guilt. Like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew, I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices, is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. It has completely, completely changed our lives.
1: For ADHD, dyslexia, and other processing disorders, Brain Balance works. Call 800 5500. That's 800 877 or go to
10: brainbalance.com.
17: Hey there, hockey fans. Tune in tonight on Altitude. as your Colorado Avalanche travel to Florida to take on the lightning. Pre-game starts tonight on Altitude at 5 p.m. with puck drop at 5.30 p.m. Altitude gets you all-access interviews and exclusives with your Colorado Avalanche all season long. For more videos and game times, follow Altitude TV on Twitter and like us on Facebook and Instagram. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche.
2: Altitude 950 traffic update.
13: A multi-car accident blocking the right lane. Eastbound Boulder Turnpike approaching Sheridan. The far left HOV and the left through lanes are getting by. But that secondary accident and those backups blocking the center lane. So do expect some very slow traffic between 104 Church Ranch and Sheridan. Holiday ease starts at the UPS store. Let their certified packing experts pack and ship your gifts this holiday season. To find a locally owned center near you, visit the upsstore.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
2: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
6: You got the Vic Lombardi show here on Altitude 950, where we have no edicts to talk about one sport. We talk all sports all day long. Trust me, I know. Special thanks to James Palmer. Jason Hirsch coming up here momentarily. You just showed me that photo. That's hilarious. Joel Embiid. Oh, is that? The, what is that, the Sports Illustrated Awards? Yeah, yeah, and it's
7: where Jose Altuve was named Sports Person of the Year. Uh, and he looks like a little kid. And it, in the actual picture, that was a cropped one. On the other side of Altuve was JJ Watt. So you
6: got Embiid. Altuve and what? You know what that would look like? A, it looked like a Rocky Mountains picture. Yes. Like the, when you peer out to the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. Here's the peaks. Oh, yeah. there's the valley. Now you know what life is like for me working with Hastings and Hansley <laughs> I can understand now. That picture would look similar. Exact same thing. Uh, you heard James Palmer, and he said something that I thought really hit home. Locker rooms. When Kubiak was here, even when we sort of got the feeling he was going to be done, whatever reasons, health, he still warranted and drew the respect of the players in the room. They played hard for him. When you lose that room, when the players don't care anymore, you can almost see it and feel it. That's when you know the coach is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are the questions being asked right now. Had they lost the room? Well, when you get blown out every week, it speaks to the fact that you do, right? Like you,
7: you can go around the league, and you can see Kyle Shanahan's team still playing hard. And I've told this story before, but in 1995, it was Mike Shanahan's first year as the Broncos head coach. They were 7-8. and They were eliminated. They were going to Oakland. I don't remember exactly what Oakland was playing for, but it was a playoff berth. It was the division title. It was a first-round bye. It was something. And the Broncos went into that game without Terrell Davis. That was TD's rookie year. He was hurt. And they had to start Aaron Craver at running back. And they went in and beat Oakland with nothing to play for in the final game of the season. And it was all about, we're going to play hard. We're going to play for pride. And we want to knock them out. We want to hurt their playoff chances. And that was the day I said, you know what? This guy, this guy can coach. He's going to be pretty good. Compare that to what we see on a weekly basis now. So let's go back to the, the, the tweets about
6: how, hey, there have been a lot of first-year coaches who have struggled. And they have.
7: But there's different. It's it's just like losing,
6: right? It's not about. It, it, it's I not said about this record. yesterday. I said this yesterday when I when I ranked my top five worst seasons in Broncos history. I don't base that on record. I base it on history and expectation. Well, and Do you understand, understand the, the difference. Yes. yes. because it,
7: it, there, there was a difference between John Embry one and eleven and Mike McIntyre two and ten. There was more than one no game. No doubt sure. about it. Right. No, so no doubt about it's it. It's not just being three and nine. It's that you took over a team that was nine and seven and has a lot of talent on it, and you're not even competitive. Do you, do you know they're zero and eight
8: against the spread in the last eight weeks? That's almost impossible. Mm. Zero and eight. Wow. They're, well, there's a reason they're home underdogs to the Jets yeah. because Vegas is like we we can't justify making the Broncos favorites. I've just anyone. been
6: handed the following piece of paper from H W. If you're watching on Periscope, this is how H W communicates during official. the show. Very efficient. He gives me small scraps of paper, and on this paper. Is the word
2: Marty. It's time for your morning sugar fix.
9: Instant sugar high, sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high.
2: Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories.
9: Slam. Shake that.
2: What, do you think I was going
6: to
8: forget about the sugar fix? You forget about a lot of yeah, things. I so. totally forgot about the sugar yeah. fix.
16: You want me to sign that paper for you after the show? Yeah. That uh, is the
8: worst it? call in the
17: history of the league!
16: Hey, you're just mad because you don't get a hat. Yeah, so even though that hat does not fit James and he has no use for it, I, know. I still cannot
7: get the hat. I know. Hat. That, that's correct. That's,
6: that's a shame. I told him, I said, give it to your boy Marty. You can't put I it have, over his head.
7: I have three sons. Yeah. I have a wife. And I have multiple, like... Holiday things I gotta go to. It's, I'm, I'm probably so gonna, gonna re-gift it.
8: You're gonna re-gift again. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Ah, wow, you're a re-gifter. Just admitted that on the radio. I
7: can't use it. It's not because I don't like it. I can't use it. Marty's, Just remember that, Marty. Marty's got a normal-sized head. Somebody okay. at a white elephant party with me is going to get a gift from
6: Vic Lombardi. Yeah. That's cool. That's By the way, Marty, you don't have a normal-sized head. You've got a Juan Pierre-sized head. you got the head where you put the hat on, you can't even see your face. <laughs> Do you remember Juan Pierre? <laughs> yeah. He'd yeah. wear the hat. He'd wear the hat and the batting helmet. The total opposite of James. Could you measure
16: James' head versus Juan Pierre's
6: head? It would head?
7: look like Joel Embiid. Yeah. And yes. Bell, yes, it would.
16: <laughs> what you got, Marty? All right, so you mentioned it earlier, but uh, we'll say it again. The anniversary of Pearl Harbor happened 76 years ago today.
6: You know, there are a lot of movies made uh, about World War II and the Pearl Harbor, and a lot of these sappy movies. Have you guys ever seen the sappy movie? It's a love story as well as a war story. Have you seen Pearl Harbor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. I did, too. I really did. I thought it
7: was pretty damn good. The Pearl Harbor scenes are are great. It's very well done. Uh, the Alec Baldwin character is uh Doolittle is awesome, and it's got Kate Beckinsale in it. So I'm not really sure what's bad about that movie. What are some of the
6: good Pearl Harbor movies or
7: films? Tora, or... Tora, Tora is an old one, yeah, but it's a, it's a great movie because it tells it it tells it from the Japanese side was, to some extent. Was, was, was
9: Mikhail's
6: Navy pre or post? That was I had to be post. It yeah, had to be post. But was it were they on the Hawaiian coast or were they in the Japanese? Where, where was Mikhail's Navy? That's Ernest Borgnine, right? Yes. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah.
7: Some some text will know. I, re- I remembered the
6: show and Ernest Borgnine. I know, but you don't.
7: Remember I don't get the points for anything, Ernest
6: so. freaking Borgnine. I'll give you that. He died recently. Jeez.
16: Right, so so T O turns forty four today. We were talking about that in the Power Five. He does not qualify for the fifty and over, but it is his forty fourth birthday today.
8: What's your guys' favorite T O moment? I have two. I think when he took the pom poms from the cheerleader. That was, was good. really fine. No, 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 no. Good. no
6: yeah. when he held a press conference at his home and he's doing push
8: ups. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> so that was good. The, the spike in the ball and the
7: star was good. Mm-hmm. His first big kind of play that put him on the national stage, the
6: game winner from Steve Young against the Packers in the playoffs, was pretty cool. I do remember when he came to town once, and I can't remember who he played for at the time, but he wore Philly. The, Philly. Remember he wore the all white tights? Yeah. And he was pregame, and I'm sitting there going, God, who is that Adonis? Oh, my God. He ate Champ Bailey up. I mean, his body, though, the body of a god,
7: it really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two, two players who, when I saw him on the field pregame, that I just went, holy cow, I, I can't imagine trying to tackle that guy. T.O. and Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams, I never saw Earl Campbell up close, but his thighs look like the stories you would hear about Earl Campbell. My favorite T.O. story, though, playing on a broken leg in the Super Bowl. And he did. And he had like 10 catches. Yeah. He was great. And if Andy Reid could have managed the clock,
16: they would have beaten
8: so the Patriots that day. say what day. you
7: will about T.O., and he's a prima donna and a diva and all those kind of things. That guy would show up and play.
16: Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry Bird turned 61 today. Any uh, run-ins with Larry Bird when you were a uh, ball boy, Vic?
6: No, I remember he was – I had a run-in with Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale, true story. He asked me for a towel once, and Dan Issel told me not to give it to him, and I was sort of caught in between, right? So I didn't give him the towel, and then Kevin McHale starts cursing me out. But never with Larry Bird. Larry Bird was. We were in awe of Larry Bird. Did
7: you run into Larry Bird when you were at um, Cap Grill trying to get an interview with Nene when he was I remember for that. the Pacers? I remember that. Yeah. Larry Bird, yeah. three point contest. One of the greatest stories of all time, right? When he walks mm-hmm. in and says, which one of you's taking second? Yeah. And then he hits the money ball at the end and puts his finger up before
8: it ever goes through the hoop to win it. That's. That's clutch. What's your favorite Larry Bird movie? The answer, of course, is Space Jam, an American classic. Sure. Yes. Mm Six
16: consecutive day you managed to bring Space Jam (laughs) into the, uh,
8: Sugar. Are you counting? (laughs) Yeah.
16: Okay, uh, this day, 1782, the first encyclopedia was published. And did you guys hear the rumors that the 2018 version is going to be authored by one James Marilatz? And see, you know, Mm -hmm. knows everything. Knows
7: everything? Yeah. Wow. I'm,
16: I'm, I'm through tease at this point. I'm trying to. What year was it? Finish it up. 1782.
7: Did you have encyclopedias in your house? Yes. Oh, yeah.
6: Okay. Oh, yes. yes.
7: I, we did, too. I didn't know if H.W. would. How about you, Marty? It was a big deal. Yeah,
6: we had. I sold encyclopedias. Really? A, I had a summer job doing that. Such. a Think about that. Like They're outdated the minute you put them on your shelf. No doubt. But it's just, you know what? That's why I'm a newspaper guy. And that's why I'm a book guy. And that's why I'll never do the iPad. What's that thing? What's that me- mechanism called where you read books now? The internet. A Kindle? Kindle. I don't do that stuff. I got, no, me because when I read a book, I like to take that sucker, put it up on my bookcase and say, I, read I got that. you. Yeah. I won.
7: No, I'm with you. You know,
6: it's like a goal. It's just a, I, another, another notch in the bookcase for me. I got right, you. I
16: agree. All right. Listen to this day in 1995 for Tino Martinez. First, it was his 28th birthday. Then his daughter was born the exact same day and he was traded from the Mariners to the Yankees and got a pay bump from 1 million to 4 million. Pretty good day,
6: not
7: a bad day at all. Yeah.
16: This is all Tino Martinez. Tino Martinez.
6: Whatever happened to him? Where is he now? Is he just hanging somewhere? Yeah. How old is he today? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Why they didn't come up. with no. the no.
7: info? Yeah. Yeah. Could he still play at fifty? Was where I was going, yeah. but we don't know his age because that would have required some research. So, right. Yeah. On, see, on see we that's go. why you oh, he don't get he tur- hats.
16: Tur- he turned fifty today. Huh? Ah, perfect. Well, how crazy yeah. topical huh. is that? Well done, Marty. Good. Well all right, Uh moving on. 1787, Delaware becomes the first state when they ratify the Constitution. Quick, what's the capital of Delaware? Dover. Yeah, as right. in Josh. Mm-hmm. As in Josh.
6: It is Dover, Dover Delaware. Um, have you ever been to Delaware? I have not. I have, and I went to a party at the University of Delaware once. It was what's the word you use? Lit. Lit. It was really nuts. The Blue Hens. Yes. The Fighting Blue Hens of Delaware. Home of. I mean, home of what? Who played there? Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco played there? Um, I also, when I worked at Channel 4, Kathy Walsh attended Delaware. Really? Yeah. Chris Christie, I believe, went to Delaware.
16: Yes. Some famous people from Delaware Joe Biden, Paul sure. Goldschmidt, really? uh, Dr. Oz, who you see on TV a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, Elena Della Don, the uh, MVP of the WNBA. Yeah. So, I, I've
7: never heard anybody mention the WNBA more than Marty. He does He's a big fan, all the, all the time. Fan. Like yeah. we, we never,
16: everybody there, do. Hey, did we used
6: to have a WNBA team here?
7: No, we never even ventured. And down And Denver has a team in every. We always get a team in every league because back in That's the day we used to sell out. Didn't matter what it was. No, we did not.
16: Okay. Okay. Last thing here. So I saw this online yesterday. Uh They have this thing in Dallas called the Rage Room. So it's basically a safe place where you can go and take all your rage out. You pay per fifteen minutes. I think it's 25 bucks per 15 minutes. You get to pick out monitors, printers, whatever, and just smash them with a golf club, baseball bat, anything you want. Can we so, set
8: one of those up just across nice? the hall?
16: For Who like would when... need
8: a Rage Room on this show the most? Me. Yes. Yeah. No doubt.
16: Instead of headphones, I mean, you could be bashing right. computer screens. Every
8: time Vic makes you mad, you just start hitting computer screens with a baseball bat. I'd feel so much better. That'd be great. That's what batting cages are for, Right. A batting
6: cage right. for many is a rage room. Or a punching bag. Just flail away. Exactly. You know what a rage room is? Go to the gym. Play a sport. Losers.
8: By the Sports. way, a shout out to uh, NASCAR Girl 88 on Twitter. Big fan of Space Jam as well. So there's at least two of us. Great. I'm glad yes. we got that in. I'm anyway. glad he
6: brought up Twitter. So in the last segment, I don't know
8: who came in the room asking for
6: something. And H W goes, oh, I can't get to my phone right now. That I've got so many Twitter mentions. Oh my God,
9: <laughs> my phone is <laughs> not hot, what I was, said, uh, at that's all. Exactly what said. So
4: many, it's exactly what you saw. Not even close. Uh,
9: so the amount things
8: you guys just flat up, flat out make up during breaks. It's Let me crazy. see if I can
6: find this chat, but I just have so many Twitter mentions right now. <laughs> uh-huh. So many. Just, just not even. All right, Marty. Remotely thanks, buddy. We've got to take a break because we got a, a guest coming on right after the uh, reset of the show. Jason Hirsch. Former Rockies pitcher on the Vic Lombardi show.
2: Oh my God. This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Coming up tonight. The Avalanche are on the road taking on the Lightning in Tampa Bay. The puck drops at 5.30 with the pregame show getting it away at 5.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avs, will be on the call. KKSE Parker Denver, Denver, home of the Mo's. Score, score, you your boss. Home of the Cards. And you
9: got Ball Murray. The
2: Abs and Nuggets and Denver's all sports station. Altitude nine fifty.
9: And this thing is over.
4: Now back to Vic Lombardi. We're hoping for a bounce back season from from uh, He's closed games. Estevez, I thought, pitched very well late in the year. So, you know, the guys that we have coming back, Odoveno, Dunn, Russen, Oberg, Estevez, you know, a starter who doesn't make the rotation could could uh, get into our bullpen. You know, we're going to try to get some things done here in the wintertime, Vic, to help shore up our pen. Whether we get a, a, a true closer, we don't know. But, you know, we'll have somebody back there that we feel good about.
6: That is Bud Black who joined us on the show, uh, was that yesterday or a couple days ago? I can't even remember now. It was yesterday. Bud Black. Now we go to the hotline and uh, visit with another former pitcher who played at the major league level, our friend Jason Hirsch. Hey Jason, have you ever had, uh, you ever got a chance to sit down and talk ball with, uh, Bud Black?
18: No, I never, I never have. I always played against him, obviously, when he was with the, uh, the Padres. Mm-hmm. In the brief interactions I've had with him up at the Breakfast of Champions last year up in Greeley. And, a couple of times around the ballpark, he seems to be, you know, just a, a player's manager, a guy that you just yeah. want to sit down and talk with. You want to pick his brain. He's got incredible experiences and great stories.
6: Well, I thought he was the perfect antidote to the Coors field problem, right? He's a guy who played at that level. He, he gets it. He understands what a pitcher goes through. So it was a, a perfect hire. And I say this not only because they made the playoffs, just I love his personality and the way he deals with players. What kind of per- when you had many different managers? What kind of manager did you prefer? The hard ones or the easy going ones?
18: I, I, I'm more of an easy going guy. The, the managers that were easy going tend to, are the guys I tended to flock to. Um, I think everybody's got different coaching styles, and coach and players are going to react differently to those two styles. And it's the ones that can kind of manage everybody uh, are the ones that have success. And Buddy's been uh, he's been a, a great shot of adrenaline for the Rockies. Um, So far, I I love his attitude. I love, you know, I love the hire because of his experience and obviously what he's able to bring, you know, to an organization that's really trying to, you know, make a name for itself now when there's some new leadership. So um, he's he's been a a great person to have at the helm. I think he's he's calm. He's he's got a nice demeanor about him, but he can relate and he can communicate to the players no matter how old or young they are.
6: Let's talk about the pieces that may be gone, the pieces that may return, the bullpen. Three guys become free agents, a uh, key of which is Greg Holland. And um, I, I look at this two ways. Greg Holland, a big reason why the Rockies enjoyed the success they did. But the way things ended, the way he sort of shut down at the end there, you venture back to Greg Holland uh, again, or do you let him ride?
18: No, absolutely. I, I want to make every play possible to bring him back here. He had success here. We gave him an opportunity. Uh, as an organization, a guy coming off of a Tommy John surgery, where he's really kind of, you know, shunned by the rest of the league, the Rockies said, hey, we'll, we'll let you come in and, and do what you want to do, and, and if you earn that spot, you can, you'll come in and close games for us again. And uh, he was fantastic at the beginning of the year, and obviously he faltered at the end a little bit. But you got to remember, this is a guy coming off of a major elbow surgery, uh, and Ottobino's in that same boat. And usually, most guys um, – you're not going to feel like yourself until two years to the date almost um, after surgery. So this was a guy who's still understanding workload on his arm. Um, He's got an incredible work ethic. He's in unbelievable shape. Um, He's not a very big guy in stature, um, but you can see that that there's something there with him. There's something special, and that's why he was able to have success last year, especially early on. And at the end, again, his body was just kind of Mm. giving up on him a little bit. But uh, you know, that, those are things that you have to you know, bring into account when you're talking about post-surgical arms is that you're going to have some ups and downs that first year back, but then that next year back you should feel like you, you, know, you did prior to surgery. So
2: you think it's a fatigue
6: thing with him? You thought his body just gave out? Yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah, I,
18: think, I think he had a lot of miles on, on that arm. You know, For a guy who hadn't thrown it essentially a year, year and a half, um, and, and, it wore on him a little bit, no matter what he's going to say. Obviously, he had some mechanical things that he had to fix, but that's part of the recovery process.
6: But he took that player option, Jason, so you'd think it'd be, uh, it would behoove the Rockies to pay north of 18 million for, you think he's worth 18 million?
18: Uh, you know, I, I think having stability at the back of the bullpen is worth it. You know, you look at contracts this, you know, even the last couple of years, 18 million is, is, is almost a drop in the bucket right now for, for back end, uh, bullpen arms. Um guys that you can almost guarantee a lock at the end of a game and that's that's what you want. You want that stability. You want the you know, your starting pitching staff to have confidence that the bullpen can finish it off. You want the bullpen to have confidence that the guy coming in after him is gonna shut the door. Those are things that you have to factor in there. And if you can get Holland, who was an elite closer in Kansas City before he got hurt and can show promise of being an elite closer again, and you had him essentially at a discount last year, and now you actually got to tamper. You know what he's really worth. I think it's a good move.
6: Why are things so quiet right now? Not just with the Rockies, but across the major leagues, nothing's happening.
18: Well, the, the, it'll start happening this weekend. Uh, winter meetings is usually the kind of kickoff for free agent season. You know, there's some pieces that are going to fall, some minor guys. Um, guys that don't have big names or, or make big splashes, but um, winter meetings is when you're going to see a lot of things starting to shuffle. There's a lot of really great stories that come out of winter meetings with GMs uh, making deals, how they make deals, where they make deals. Um, it, it's really uh, an exciting time for Major League Baseball, and then after winter meetings is usually when the free agent market gets real hot.
6: We talked about this uh, yesterday, Ian Desmond, and they played him all over the place. And I asked Bud Black, where do you want to play him? And he said, well, it depends. I mean, we could play him at first. We could play him at short if we needed to. We could play him in the outfield. I'm of the belief, and I'll ask you, doesn't it ease his mind and doesn't it ease the burden? Just put him at first base. Let him concentrate on one position, and it'll make his approach to to, to with the bat easier. Just make it easier on the guy.
18: Yeah, I think what Ian's got going against him is he's so versatile and he's shown versatility. You know, he was a shortstop. Then they moved him to the outfielder, and he was a good outfielder, and now we're talking about putting him at first base. And he didn't really spend a whole lot of time at first base last year, uh, even when he was healthy. Um, so, you, you know, you had Mark Reynolds over there who was doing a hell of a job for you. So, you know, he's got a ton of versatility. I agree having that comfort of saying I'm going to be in one spot and one spot only, I'm going to get really good at this spot. It is definitely good for the mind, but in terms of versatility for the team, you know, obviously they paid him a lot of money to come out here. Um, They wanted his bat as as well as his versatility, uh, whether it's outfield or infield. So he's got to kind of adapt to that role and to how the organization looks at him because he's going to be here for the next, you know, four or five years um, getting paid a hell of a lot of money to do what he does. So I think, you know, he had some unfortunate circumstances last year with injuries. But this year, I, I I look forward to him bouncing back and being the the kind of guy the 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 Iron Man the you know the the offensive prowess that he's shown that he can be for the Rockies and, and contribute there.
6: All right, uh, we're talking to former Rockies pitcher Jason Hirsch, who still tutors young pitchers to this day, deals with the game on an, on a daily basis. So I'm gonna I'm gonna list some of the young Rockies pitchers. Now I want you to respond by telling me a couple things that they need to work on, sort of their off-season program to take it to the next level. You you watched him pitch to full season. Now what is the next step? And we'll start with um, Marquez, Herman Marquez. What what does he need to do?
18: He needs consistency. I think with the the arm is there, uh, but we we need to see more consistency out of him. Uh, you know, we can't have like two good starts and three bad starts, and then three good starts and two bad starts. So there's got to be some more consistency across the board for him. Kyle Freeland. Kyle Freeland, I, you know what, I, I'm not even going to touch him. I think he did an unbelievable job last year. I think the yo-yoing between the starting rotation, triple-A, uh, relief roles, things like that, I think the, the organization did a poor job of managing his innings um, early on yeah. in the season, and they had to kind of hit the panic button at the end of the year, and he wasn't as effective because he was changing roles. So I'm going to leave Kyle where he is. I think he's an incredible competitor, and I think he could be nice on his staff. Jeff Hoffman. Consistency again, you know that that's another that that's a golden arm right there, and you know he and Freeland are, are real good buddies, and I'm hoping that some of Freeland's work ethic and um, and competitive nature can rub off on him. Uh, Jeff Hoffman was a piece, obviously, that came over from the Tulo deal, and I believe he's one of the last pieces, if not the last piece, that we have from that deal. Um, tons of promise at times, and then tons of inconsistency the rest of the time. So again, he's a consistency guy, and actually, I kind of see him maybe figuring into the bullpen at some point, maybe as either a long-relief guy or a late-inning guy to come in and just blow shed.
6: Antonio Sensatella.
18: Uh, I'm going to leave Sensatella alone as well. You know, I think he can sharpen up some pitches, um, you know, maybe, maybe work on some consistency with his off-speed stuff. But another arm that I was pleasantly surprised by last year, uh, I love his work ethic. Uh, I love his build. His makeup, he, he, uh, you know, for a guy who didn't throw a ton of innings the year prior, he did an unbelievable job last year. Um, him and Freeland were, were my two bright spots in that rotation. I'm going to leave that alone.
6: Interesting. You mentioned Kyle Freeland as a possible ace. Where does that leave the guy who started the playoff game, John Gray?
18: Well, I, you can have two aces on your staff. Yeah. There was a kershaw Ricky <laughs> marriage in L.A. for a number of years. Uh, you know, you've, you've got the potential there for a right-left um, ace matchup between Gray and and Freeland, John Gray. I, I just I want to see him stay healthy for an entire season. I want to see the John Gray that I saw at the end of the season two years ago, and 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 even at the end of, of this past season. Um, that's the John Gray that that I think fans and analysts and and scouts around the the league have come to know and love as the guy who just goes out there and reaches back and grabs ninety six and blows it right past guys. Um that slider of him, of his is nasty. He's just gotta stay healthy and stay in that rotation.
9: Dude, I
6: always love talking the game with you. I really do. And you know what? You know what else? I-, I do need to tell you this, Jason. Cause we know you are a proud fan of the San Diego, now Los Angeles Chargers. And you appreciate Phil <laughs> Rivers. You know who I'm behind? You know who I want to win the AFC West? I want your Chargers to win this division.
18: Yeah, you know, it, it seems to me that uh, uh, mediocrity might win the division. You're right. The Chargers are, are, are right there right now. They've, they've actually been the most consistent over the last five or six weeks. Ironically, and that puts them in the position that they're in. So they, they've got a chance. They've got a chance. Even with the pieces that they got, they've got a chance.
6: Jason, as always, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it.
18: Uh, my pleasure. Vic. Take care. Take that that is
6: Jason Hirsch, former Rockies pitcher. Always loved getting interesting. He sees Kyle Freeland, and you know I had the same thoughts. Remember, remember that performance Kyle had—the near no-no. Yeah. Do you remember that? I called that the best pitching performance of the year because he did it at
7: Coors Field. I would agree. What did he get? Within two outs or one out? One or two outs. It was end of the night. It
6: was un. It was remarkable.
7: No, that was an interesting exercise. Hearing his thoughts as you went through each pitcher, and off the top of his head, what mm-hmm. he would do with guys. Uh, that was, uh, that was fascinating. So the two guys he wouldn't touch anything about him, Senzatella and Freeland, right? Yes. Leave them alone. There was some work ethic. Yes. There was a couple of guys. Yes. Little mechanical yep. things.
6: Consistency things. Said so they mismanaged innings. But this is what you got. I, you know, when they make moves in the offseason, I think they'll add to the bullpen. I don't see them really touching the starters. I don't either. I, I don't. I mean, I don't you have a pretty good stable of guys that you can work with here.
7: I disagree with them on Greg Holland. Only if there's somebody else you bring in, though, right? Like, if the option's Greg Holland or nobody else, and you got to go with, you know. But if it's Greg Holland or Wade Davis, and it's similar money? I think both guys had struggles at times last year, but maybe change is what I'm rooting for there. But he, he makes a fair point about what the other
6: pitchers think of the guy in the bullpen. you got the Vic Lombardi show. The doctor, Travis Heath, coming up in about 15 minutes when we come back. Recap last night's Nuggets loss. Plus, I want you to listen to something that we got at Dove Valley yesterday. It's rare, very rare, at this juncture, after losing eight straight. To hear Trevor Simeon laugh, he was laughing yesterday. There was reason a reason to giggle a little bit, and and to be honest, I loved it. Look at you shake your head back after
9: this.
7: It's hard to believe that the calendar already reads December, and you know what that means? It's time to start thinking about how you can start the new year off right with extra money in your pockets. I'm talking anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month and maybe even delaying up to two months' worth of mortgage payments. The time to refinance is now as rates remain low. But the Fed is meeting in a couple of weeks, so we may be seeing a slight increase before the year's end. So start today. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage experts at American Financing. They can identify ways to cut back on your mortgage payment or ways to get rid of your higher interest debt. I know some of you are spoiling your loved ones with holiday gifts, so don't delay on paying off those high-interest credit cards. Get the financial guidance you need for a successful 2018. There are no upfront fees, and you can even close in as fast as 10 days. What are you waiting for? Call my friends at American Financing, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's the official mortgage company of Alts 2 950, American Financing. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate
12: has an above average IQ and yet she wasn't learning. You're frustrated. You're unable to get those answers and solutions that you're looking for and you're exhausted because you've gone through every other option.
3: I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day.
12: We just got through pretty much until we found brain balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her. i would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile when those things start to click when those things start to go it's so exciting brain balance didn't just help for brooklyn and help for our whole family brain balance worked for my kids
1: there is hope for your struggling child brain balance works call 800-877-5500 that's 800-877-5500 or go to brainbalance.com buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group and tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio.
10: Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora.
12: At Morningstar at Mountain Shadows, simple little things make all the difference. For we know that in the details, senior living becomes senior loving. Our beautiful home in Colorado Springs celebrates wellness and community for today's senior. We offer suites for assisted living and for memory care. Learn about our lifetime rate in memory care. Morningstar, casting a new light in the springs. Call 719-260-5605.
1: Holiday Scratch games from the Colorado Lottery make the perfect last-minute gift for everyone on your list. It's not too late to make the holidays even happier. Give Holiday Scratch and make someone's nice list. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us,
2: but all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. <laughs> it's
4: a bad visual. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm uh, I'm good. I mean, it happens. I mean, you look around the league, um, you see quarterbacks take, take their licks. Um, you know, I feel like I've taken my fair share, no doubt, but uh it's all on me, right? I've um been reckless with the ball at times, made some bad throws and um I can own up to that, but um you know, I, I got to improve, no doubt, and uh hopefully I do. Do
6: you hear the man laughing? He's laughing, man. He's good. What you
9: doing there? Great,
7: just so funny. Awesome! It's, I'm I, I'm glad he's laughing after arguably his again,
6: worst game as a Bronco. You ah, guys, it's just the sophomore jinx. You fans. guys are all fantasy leaders. You don't yeah. see the humanity. You don't see that portion of it. I again, and that's fine. I get it. You have to have both sides. But that, by the way, that laugh. You know who who elicited that laugh? You. No, that's Jeff Legwald. Really? Yeah, our guy Leggy. So Leggy asks Trevor Simeon yesterday. Hey man, the perception is that you're like in a fetal position in the corner right now. What's it like? And, and that's what he said. Bad visual. He laughed.
8: It's okay to laugh. It's okay.
7: Well, this picture that's in the paper again today, it was in there on Monday. Now it's on the front page of the mm-hmm. sports page today. It kind of looks like he's been drinking before the game. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he's like your buddy trying to get him out of the bar. Well, I'm, I'm glad, glad you, we, uh, gotta go.
6: I'm glad you picked up the paper because wow. it is time now
2: for what's in the paper. There's just something about feeling it in your hands. What's in the paper today? You know why this
6: is my favorite segment? Because uh HGovy really can't participate cuz he doesn't have one.
8: Now I have this thing called the internet
6: that yeah, I fired up. Yeah. I know, but up. you yeah. really I mean in in the there's
8: not much sports. you can do
6: with you know, right now I'm reading stuff. It's in my mm-hmm. hand. I'm turning no, pages. I've got the whole
8: thing right here. It's you can't pretty do great. It.
6: All right, so what's in the paper today? Did you guys read about Warren Moon? Yeah. Whoa. He left his post uh, uh, on the Seattle Seahawks broadcast team. Another sexual harassment issue now hitting the world of sports. You know, it's hit Hollywood, it's hit politics. Tip of the iceberg, sports fans. Wait till it hits sports mm. as it has. So goodbye, Warren Moon. He won't be working there anymore. What do you got in your paper?
7: Well, there's a story in the business section about Molson Coors, and they're testing a bunch of non-alcoholic beers that they're then going to roll out in Canada and then bring them here.
8: Uh, why, what's the point of a non-alcoholic beer? I don't if, understand. If you're an alcoholic but still like to taste a beer. It's very much the same, the same
6: role of a fake Chewing tobacco thing that I used. You know those little oh, fake so it's like to kick the habit? I think it is because I chewed for 22 years. I couldn't stop. And not un- until I took those fake chew things. And okay. I can't remember what the hell they're called right now, but I put them in my mouth out of habit. I think that's the same, right? Cause nobody loves the taste of beer. The taste is horrid. So you drink a beer though to like, you know, cool
7: down on a hot summer day or to like, Relax a little bit, but if, so if it doesn't have the booze, you don't relax. You
2: guys like the
8: taste of it? I you're, don't like the do? taste. What if you're at a part, your phone's ringing. Why is this ringing? Who like, is it? Can you take it or no? I don't know who it's it is. Actually take actually ringing. it. Let's see who it is. Seriously? Oh, this yeah. is
7: dangerous. Anyhow, oh, let's go back to... Hello? Hi,
6: Victor This is Vic. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to, uh, we're gonna have to call you back here. Uh, get, can you give me about, uh, 20 minutes? I uh, yeah, I just not <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
9: right. I don't I think Bitcoin this on this going here. Over the radio. So, anyhow, Will,
7: yeah. there's this, uh, story about the non-Occupy. I just hung up on her, dude. That's a bad,
6: <laughs> I mean, that's not cool. And mm-hmm.
7: then, did you guys see the story? Bitcoin's now over 14,000? Can't believe I just hung Do you understand up on my Bitcoin? Person. I don't understand Bitcoin. I don't understand it either. It's like fake money on the yeah. internet. So, it it was, it, it was like it, $9 at the beginning of the year. Now it's at 14000 There's all these people that are like overnight, basically, millionaires. The Vilker Voss guys, the guys that got screwed out of Facebook by, what's his name? Winkle Voss. They're the first Bitcoin billionaires. Oh, so they made their money. They're only $69 See, billion. you know what? You Zuckerberg. know what?
6: Let me say something. I'm glad you brought this up. We as a country, we're so afraid of going into this sports gambling realm, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. What do you think this crap is? What do you think the stock market is? It's all what, a gamble. You, what is a hedge fund? What is the stock market? What do you think these guys dressed in these nice suits do every day? Doesn't yeah. the stock market require a little more skill, though, than oh sports gambling? Oh, my God. It's all a damn gamble. It's all eh, well, insider trading. Let's bring our analysts here. They're gambling every day. Some are better at risk than others. I mean, what's the difference? Well, the guys that are really good at it are kind of
7: like the guys who are really good at daily fantasy, right?
6: Exactly. So, if my forte is sports, if I know something, let me gamble on it. Yeah, let me make something off my they, knowledge. They do it with companies. Let they gamble on companies. Let me gamble on sports.
7: So it's Bitcoin.
6: Things. Don't be hypocritical.
7: We, if we would have all got into Bitcoin when we started this show, we would all be hanging it up and be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm gonna go sit on a beach with PFM. Right. Alright, so what's in your
8: paper there, uh, H Dub? Alright, so I have this thing called the Internet. I'm yeah. reading Mark okay. Kisla. Why is Vance Joseph on the hot seat? No NFL team gets blown out more often than the Broncos. That is Kisla's article. Kisla's been great all year, scathing. Um I I enjoy reading Mark. I enjoy reading Paul Klee. I think they've both just crushed the Broncos and crushed Vance Joseph this year. They've both called for him to be fired, and uh I would agree with them that Vance Joseph should be one and done, in my opinion. See,
6: that's, that's unfortunate. I feel bad for you because when you read your paper, all you see is the big stories, like the big headline stories. See, when we actually hold a paper, you can get into the crevices. You can get the little things that people don't notice don't notice right away, the big headlines. Oh, I,
8: I have all that stuff, too. I just yeah. choose to focus on the for big example, stories. For example, page
6: 7B. Heard of Mike Mitchell? Yeah. Did you hear Ooh, what he yeah. said yesterday? Yeah. The, uh, went he went off. Is he a safety? For the Steelers? For the the Pittsburgh Steelers, yes. Somebody brought up the whole physicality thing after that Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game, one of the most physical games we have seen all season. And these defensive players are getting penalized. They're getting fined. They're going, I mean, they're getting all the blame for the physicality. Here's what he had to say about physicality in football. I'm
7: going to mess around and get hurt trying to protect an offensive player because he's running an over route. Damn it, your quarterback shouldn't have threw that ball messed up. That happened two years ago. That's I, I'm, I'm not joking at all. Andy Dalton threw a ball to Tyler Eifert two years ago. Tyler Eifert had to die for it. I was aiming for his gut. But if he don't dive, he don't get in the head, that's 50 grand out of my pocket, though, because Andy throws a bad ball. Make that make sense. And at first you're taking our money, but now, you know, I got ass like Matt Hasselbeck calling me a dirty player and trying my character, and we've never met before. He, he makes a good point, and, it, and it's it's been something I've said, not exactly about it, the bad throw from Andy Dalton, but I think the rules are actually making things worse because back in the early 1990s, guys, there were quarterbacks who wouldn't throw the ball to certain places on the field because Steve Atwater and Dennis Smith were in there to hit their receiver. Mm-hmm. Now they throw it into any window they want to because you're not allowed to hit them. So you're kind of helpless if you're a defensive back. So I think the rules have actually in some ways made it more dangerous because quarterbacks and receivers try to do things that, quite frankly, they shouldn't be trying to do.
6: The fact that these guys are so upset and the NFL is now trying to place a new policy. Did you hear about this? They're thinking about installing the target rule that college uses.
7: I hate that
9: rule.
6: If they put the target rule in the NFL, I'm telling you right now, it will fall flat on its face. It, it is, I hate it with a passion. In college, it's one thing. These, these guys are starting getting paid. If you put that rule on a National Football League scale, it is going to do damage. It's going to damage the brand even more. And I would will say this, fan. though,
7: about Mitchell and his comments. You can rip the NFL for trying to police this if you want to. But part of the reason they're trying to police it is because former players sued them and got a billion-dollar settlement. Right? So they have to then try and take some of this stuff out of the game so it, it, it's a little bit hypocritical you know oh when we're playing we want to be macho and make comments about put a skirt on the quarterback and let's wear flag football and then when we retire and start having health problems we're going to come back to the league and say you owe me some money because you know I got hurt playing this game you can't have it both ways you can't
6: when we come back the good doctor Travis Heath gonna get his thoughts on what Michael Malone had to say last night after a fourth straight nuggets defeat on the road All right, homeowners, you need to sell that house, you need to sell it quick, you need to sell it at a price you're happy with, obviously. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent who's gonna make you the following offer. He will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for five grand. Either way you win. Either take home five K or you sell that house. Using his system, he sold a house for $10,000 more than what the owner thought it would go for. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. That's Troy Hansford, 720-900-4433.
10: Deep Eddy Vodka is an award-winning, small-batch, American-made
1: vodka handcrafted in Austin, Texas. Distilled ten times, gently charcoal-filtered six times, ensuring a clean, subtle, smooth flavor. Deep Eddy Vodka also has six delicious flavored vodkas created with all natural ingredients. These infusions include ruby red grapefruit, sweet tea, peach, cranberry, lemon, and newest release, orange. Deep Eddy Vodka is 100% gluten-free. It always reminds you to please day drink response. Sam's number
0: three restaurants. The handheld
13: chicken.
8: I'm going to do a smothered burrito.
13: My favorite is the coral
0: pot.
1: Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. The food's
0: delicious. Huge portions.
7: I've been coming here for over 35 years. Uh, the green chili's the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora, off Havana and Parker. In Glendale, off Cherry and Leedsdale and Downtown. 15th and Curtis.
18: The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army
1: National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcaster Association at this station. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME, Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio.
0: When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun.
10: Please join us in supporting Children's Hospital Colorado this holiday season by bringing your unwrapped toy donations to the showroom at Ferrari and Bentley of Denver in partnership with 3D Lacrosse, located on County Line Road in Highlands Ranch. Children's Hospital Colorado is one of the top children's hospitals in the nation helping kids across Colorado and the West. Ferrari and Bentley of Denver is committed to offering you an exceptional customer experience. Please help us by stopping by the showroom today with your unwrapped toy donation. We are located on County Line Road in Highlands Ranch.
2: Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show.
5: Uh, my message is stop feeling sorry for yourself. Take pride in your defense. Because if you don't, the same thing's going to keep happening. And I'm not going to play the same guys over and over. When we give up every single night 110, 120, 55 from the field, 50 in the paint, I, I, it's not in my nature. I'm not going to sit there and watch that much longer, I tell you that much.
6: Mount Malone was ready to erupt last night as the Nuggets lose their fourth straight on the road. Let's bring in the good doctor, Travis Heath, who's worked in NBA circles before. He's heard coaches before. Uh Doctor, you, you hear Coach Malone, you know, it's a slippery slope. I, I mentioned this. You don't want to go full Brian Shaw and start just throwing your players under the bus. But at some point, the coach has to say, dude, we keep telling these guys the same thing over and over, and it's not hitting home. What did you interpret there, hearing those words from Michael Malone?
14: Well, I think, uh, you know, if you listen to some of his words after road games, especially earlier in the season, there was patience there, right? A sort of air of, we'll we'll figure it out. And I think (laughs) that patience patience has just about evaporated. And, you know, I... I'm of the belief that uh as a coach, especially of modern players you get i don't i don't want to give you an exact number, but let's say a limited number of chances to really get the team's attention right um so I think Malone has to be smart about how he does this if he starts doing this you know once a week when they're losing on the road, it loses its effect and so i hope I hope it wasn't just frustration, I hope it was somewhat calculated on Michael Malone's part and if it was. I'm in favor of that, uh, and it'll be interesting to see if it if it gets the guy's attention. I, I do think it's tough, man, because, I mean, as a coach, you have to coach the players you have, but without Millsap, it, that defense just doesn't look the same. He was kind of the linchpin of the defense, and when you're missing Millsap, and Jokic, I mean, that, that's that's a really uh, tough deal for any yeah. team, right? So I think you have to look at the context of it, too. But he realizes he's going to be without Millsap for a while. And he watched that game last night. Vic. It was strange because someone, I don't mean to pick on Jamal Murray because he's carrying a, a large load, but you watch him the first few weeks of the season, he was great defensively, especially on ball. And there were times last night where, I mean, there were just straight-line drives to the basket. Same on Monday against Dallas. And so, I think that's the part that Malone's really yes. frustrated with. You're right. You know, it's, it's the straight the straight line drives to the basket are sort of to me that's just an an effort thing,
6: you know. Because you have to keep reminding yourself, and and you hit it home. You're without your two best players. You are without Jokic and Millsap, so you're gonna have uh, some issues on both sides of the ball. But when you consistently get beat one on one. You've played enough basketball. It's all about hustle. It's all about effort. And if you can't convince you guys to bring the effort, man, that's that's a hard place to be. I, I don't know what else you say or do if you're Coach Malone at that point. Yeah, because
14: you would expect that, you know, sort of schematically, they may not be as good uh, at you know at executing defensively without Millsap, especially. But when you start seeing the effort things, that that's. You know, that's a cause for concern. And so I'm okay with what, what Malone said. And I've always believed this about players, whether it be old school players or modern players. If you take their minutes, they'll pay attention. And so, um, you know, I hope, I hope that he follows through with that as well. It's not just words, right? But if guys start losing minutes, that that's um, historically and in the modern NBA how you get their attention.
7: Yeah, I think we tend to Travis. So we're we're blaming this on the road. Like, oh, this is what they do on the road. Which they're certainly much yeah. worse at it on the road. But think back to the the win they had against the Bulls. The Bulls are awful. Yeah. They had thirty nine Bulls put up thirty nine points in the first quarter. They were shooting seventy seven percent for the game at one point early in the second. They just get away with it at home because they're able to eventually run people out of the gym. I think it's a home and road problem. I think they just can – it's masked a little bit at home because they can find ways to pull the game out.
14: Yeah, I think that's a good point. And, you know, so often, even with the modified schedule in the NBA, you have teams coming to Denver on the second night of a back-to-back or, Mm -hmm. you know, third game, fourth game, and five-night kind of thing, right? And so, yeah, I think sometimes – uh, teams just run out of gas, and the Nuggets are are so good offensively when they get rolling, right? That yeah, you're right. They can run them out of the gym. But there's two parts to the defense, to me, uh, James. It's it's the execution well i guess there's three parts it's the scheme it's the execution and it's the effort right and the scheme i mean i i don't know people have been talking a lot about the switching on the pick and roll for example i saw a lot about that uh, after the dallas game and look i mean there's no perfect way to defend the pick and roll so you're always going to give up something that's just the nature of it right that's why the pick and roll has always been around so the mm-hmm. scheme that doesn't bug me as much but but when you see the effort breaking down, like I was saying earlier, uh, yeah, maybe you can mask that a little bit at, at home. And to, to be fair to the Nuggets, uh, last season they were such a juggernaut offensively that they could get by some nights, you know, not playing so well defensively. The thing is, they haven't shown that offensively this year. Like, they're, they've are they had some games, but, I mean, consistently they haven't shown it. So they're going to have to be better defensively, uh, you know, to make the playoffs, I think. Uh, than than they were last year,
6: Uh Doc. Some moments in this uh, line of work, I, I I guess I softened my stance. You know, we're paid on the radio to mm. be critical and give hot takes, but I'm in the Bronco locker mm. room yesterday, and I see Isaiah McKenzie, who, let's be honest, he mm. has vomited all over himself on national television on several times, and, and he did it in in the game in Miami. So I see him working overtime, catching punts by himself like an hour after practice, and I just felt the need. I went walk, I walked right up to him in the locker room, and I just said, "Dude." I feel for you. I, it, this will pass it. You're going to look back at this time and, and, and I guess say it was helping you grow into the play. I, I didn't know what to say. What, what should I have done in that situation? If you were me.
4: Well, I think what you did
14: sound sounded good. I mean, especially from a, a person in the media, right. Who usually the media, you know, players at least view the media as sort of these hitmen, right. Who are out to get them. So, I, I mean, I think that's great. I, You know, if it were me and and I were involved with the team in some way, I'm not sure. Honestly, I wouldn't talk to him about football. Like, I'd come up, put my arm around him, and just start talking to him about life and how things are going. And I I wouldn't. The last thing I'd talk to him about, to be honest with you, is catching punts. Like, Hmm. he's heard enough about that. You know, I would would want him to know that, you know, I care about him as a human being and and start there and and not worry about the, the punt thing. It's tough, man. You know, Vic, it, this sort of reminds me, I can't. what's the cat's name? Sergio, Sergio Dick, was that yeah. his name? Sergio the, it, it sort of, yeah, Sergio Dick. It sort of reminds me of that situation where I feel like, in a lot of ways, the kid's been set up to fail, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel, I get the idea of you want to give your young players a chance, but... I think sometimes you you have to protect your young players if you see that things aren't going well. The sentiment that I hear a bunch is, well, it's the NFL. You got to produce. If you don't produce, you're out. He should be cut. He should be this. He should be that. Okay, but you know, like in baseball, for example, I think they do a better job of this. Uh, maybe they're overly cautious sometimes, but if they see something going south a little bit, and obviously you can't send a guy to the minors in the NFL, but they'll send him back to the minors, right? They, and they'll do it quick because they don't want to they don't want to bury the kid's confidence, and so. You know, in some ways, I don't think the team has done him any favors, and he's kind of—he's kind of become the poster child for for what's wrong with the Broncos. When really, there are problems that are much larger than Isaiah McKenzie. It's just like he's the guy; he's sort of the scapegoat that everyone can can pick on. And in that way, yeah, man, I feel really bad for the kid.
6: You know, and and I guess that was my human side, but I I just think at some point in this business, we forget that they are indeed humans, and and it's not fantasy sports, and they're trying to make do, and who knows what this guy's going to be doing in 10 years, I get it, but you you said something last week that really resonated with me, and I think you make a great point, nuggets on the road, well stop talking about it, stop saying that you struggle on the road, this guy can't handle uh, punt returns, so stop talking, Is, is that the answer to most, just to ignore it, is that your answer? Well, it's not so much to ignore it. It's to not make it larger. Like, look,
14: um, if somebody has, let's say like a bunch of anxiety or something, you know, often people out of the best of intentions will say things like, you know, stop being so anxious. But that, that, you know, what that does often is it makes people more anxious because then they get anxious about their own anxiety. Right. And they're like, you know, they can't get rid of it. And so when you talk about it, it just makes the story larger. And so I'm not so much saying, ignore it. What I'm saying is don't, talk about it so much that it makes it bigger than Mm. it actually is right like find find those kind of counter stories that exist a lot like right now isaiah mckenzie is being defined by one thing right he's much bigger than that as a football player and as a human being and i'm interested in all of that you know but when problems happen in our lives what problems tend to do is they totalize us and we we, it's easy to become defined by that problem and we forget the other Parts of the person. So I'm not so much saying ignore it as I am, you know, don't don't make it who the person is and make it so big that it, it's a story they can't get get themselves out of.
6: Well, um, last question because we tried to put a hat on Manchester's dome today and it didn't fit. He's got the largest head I've ever seen. Is there any truth okay. any science behind the the size of a head related to the uh, brain power of a human being? Or do they go hand in hand? <laughs> well,
14: well you know, like uh, uh, 200, 300 years ago, that was like the common notion that the sure. larger somebody's cranium was, the smarter that they were. Um, you know, there has been some research in the last five years that uh, shows like a small effect of that. But generally, uh, even smaller craniums have brains with the same number of neurons as larger craniums. That's yeah. sort of the, okay. where the, the where the science is now. So maybe uh, maybe we'll say Manchester is like slightly smarter because of his big dome.
7: Well, slightly is fine, but it's sort of like the bigger the
6: computer, the
7: yeah. faster it's going to compute, well, right? Back in
6: the 80s, you had those huge <laughs> IBMs, man, and they right? couldn't process as fast as this <laughs> iPhone right now, so fair. be careful. <laughs> Travis, thanks, buddy. As usual, we'll see you next Thursday. All right, you guys. Take care. Take care. You're telling me that you're smarter than Juan Pierre? Because Juan Pierre can fit two hats over his head and you can't fit one? Come on now.
8: Uh, I'm not saying that, you're saying that. By the way, if you're smart, you've been listening to this show for three hours and you haven't heard Yui Krupp's goal yet in the ninety six Stanley Cup finals, we're gonna get someone qualified and uh if you know a clock, you know that's coming some point in the next fifteen minutes.
6: That and you know that guy that uh Gabriel Landeskog croc he's cross checked his face. Kachuk. Yeah. Did you see what he did last night? Yeah. We'll he's explain. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Maybe uh Landy's suspension was the result of a major flop. We'll discuss Altitude 950. If you
17: had to come up with a new slogan for the Denver Broncos, a new motto. First from the 7 2 the Denver Broncos.
2: First in practice, 28th on the field. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> man. weekdays 1-3 on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. The New York Giants
17: thought they were catching a rising star. Now McAdoo 40 is another example of what happens when teams whiff after projecting that their first-time head coach
0: will blossom into a long-term solution. Does this sound familiar? We're all looking for balance. We're so busy with family, with work, and now the holidays. If you know someone who needs a retreat, 5 Wellbeing Studio and Spa is an oasis where they can relax and do something good for themselves. Get them a holiday gift certificate to take a yoga class or have a five-star spa day with hot stone massage. Make your loved one a priority and get back in balance at 5 Wellbeing Studio and Spa in Littleton. Purchase a $125 gift certificate and receive a $25 25- gift from them to
3: you!
14: Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, owner for the Denver Broncos. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Take it from me, Riley Dixon. Have your ride restyled at Colorado
1: Off-Road. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Meet Riley Dixon. He will be signing autographs December 9th from 2.30 to 4 at Colorado Off-Road, located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado
7: Off-Road.
11: Sam's number three, restaurants. The handheld chicken.
7: I'm going to do a smothered
11: burrito. I'm going to have the honey smoked salmon benedict. Anyone
1: can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three, great. The food's delicious,
0: huge portions.
7: I've been coming here for over 35 years Uh, because the green chili's the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora, off Havana and Parker. In Glendale, off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis.
15: Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department located i 570 in Colorado. You will ensure that deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is $22.49 an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package, starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. Altitude 950, Denver's
2: all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Young, Young moving
1: to the middle. Young, the shot. And it went off the glass high over the net. That'll be trying to clear. Didn't get it out. Sackick held it in. Still held in UA Group. Shot and scoop!
6: You heard it. Now you call in. Give us a call. 303-753-0950. A chance for you to qualify to win the latest Ultimate Avs VIP experience. Fourth row seats, food, drink, before, during the game, ultimate way to watch a game, compliments of Altitude 950. It's another visit to Club Lexus. Club Lexus tickets to the Avs Florida game on December 14th. What caller do they have to be to register for this?
8: Caller number 3, 303-753-0950. Okay. Uh, As long as we're
6: talking hockey. So, Gabriel Landeskog last week got hit with a four-game suspension for taking his instrument, his stick, and striking it or holding it and striking another human being across the face, Mm -hmm. which is called a cross-check, correct? Cross-check to the face. It was Kachuk. Yes. So this guy, Matthew Kachuk, the guy who received the cross-check to the face, is known as a pesky kind of player. And I'm sure Moj and the boys will be able to give you more accurate depiction of what he is. But this Calgary Flame, Matthew Kachuk, He's sort of gone down this road before. He warrants a lot of this. Last night, who were they playing last night where he took, he's on the bench, Kachuk, and he takes his stick and pokes some other dude that's on the ice. He's on the bench watching the game. He's not even on the ice at the time, and he takes his stick and starts spearing a guy for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm, seeing, I'm looking at the video right now. I'm looking at this video going, how on earth does this guy get away with? Actually, he was a member of the Red Wings. Is this the Red Wings?
8: So he's obviously an agitator, right? Yes, that's what he is. is. That's the word. He is an agitator. I mean, should we go as far as... As far as calling him dirty, I don't know, but oh, he clearly is an agitator. There have been a lot
6: of great agitators in the world of sports, but the point is, but don't, don't you have to take that into account when you assess suspensions and penalties to other players? You know, this guy's an agitator. You know, he's going to flop. You know, he's going to play the game. Patrick Beverly's an agitator. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So you know that when people come back at him, what's he going to do? He's going to. He's going to be a thespian. He's going to play the
8: actor's role. He's going to take it to the nth degree because his role as an agitator is to get you upset. Now, two things. One, so this...
6: shouldn't the NHL take that into they account? They should.
8: They should. Isn't this Keith Kachuk's son, first of all? I think it is. Second of all, Deadspin's headline is perfect. We said agitator. I'll just roll with this headline. Matthew Kachuk won't stop being a pain in the ass. Well said. Well said. Because this Kachuk guy agitated Landeskog, and I'm not justifying what Gabe did. I'm not. But we all said at the time, four games was ridiculous, and it spiraled the abs into a one-and-four homestand. So, Matthew Kachuk, welcome to the list.
6: You don't want to get an HWC yeah, list. He's That's not the getting worst off list possible.
8: Isn't he just kind of being a hockey guy, just giving him a
6: little business? Well, I, I if they're going to be fair about it, though, if Landeskog gets four games and this guy is spearing players from the bench, well, it's not just a little business. Have you seen the video? Yeah, he's just he's on the well, bench. It's a, it's a two-fisted, two-handed spear. Oh, jeez. Okay, so what was the what was the big deal about Landeskog cross-checking him in the face? Then he didn't get hurt. There was no blood.
7: Well, one was at the face, but there one, was no you're blood. Full speed, you're just jabbing a guy. This is like getting upset for what somebody does in the bottom of a pile when they're fighting for a fumble recovery. I just don't get it.
6: You always play the contrarian.
8: He was he was on the bench. He wasn't even on the ice. You shouldn't be allowed to do... In the NBA, if you do stuff from the bench, isn't that an automatic 10 games? This ain't the NBA. Wasn't the malice in the palace so bad because the guys on the bench started taking place? And they have rules. What's the rule? What's the... I don't know. What's the rule? It's hockey. They fight. They also have... Mm -hmm.
6: Sanctioned fighting in this sport,
7: and we're going to be upset about nah, a guy I don't like, jabbing I don't like someone say, I don't like By the way, they're, they're not
6: they're not fighting nearly as much as you think anymore. Are you watching games? Nobody fights anymore, dude. Fighting's down. I think there's the lowest amount of fights ever. Well, good.
7: I hope they I I would be happy when there was zero. But you can't have a sport where they have sanctioned fighting and then be all upset because a guy's jabbing someone with his stick. Come on. You're upset because it's the same guy and Landis Gogh well, got suspended. I, no, I'm I get upset it.
6: because I thought that the suspension for Landis Gogh was excessive. If he had cross-checked, let's say, name another player. I, I don't care, any other player. You're, not, you're cross-checking a guy who's known to antagonize. You're cross-checking a guy who's trying to bait you into cross-checking him, clearly. He probably did something earlier in the game. We talk about every team needs a guy like this. Right. I love guys like this. But take that into account when you're handing down suspensions. That's all I'm saying.
7: Okay. No, I, 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 I can understand that part of it. I can understand that part of it. I because just, it's I guess,
6: part of the game.
7: But none of us said, oh, he's got a bad reputation when the suspension happened. We didn't go, yeah, but he's, he's going after a guy. I didn't know was... enough about him. Now oh, okay. I know. I didn't know enough about him. I mean for so C- the list quite yet. My I mean, hockey it, knowledge is not up to par. But they, now you're wanting them to take something into account that they didn't maybe know as well then as they know now.
8: I think hardcore hockey fans knew this I talked to Moj about this Kachuk k- k- kid the day after it happened. It wasn't a fan. Uh, uh this text coming history. from
6: uh avid listener, loyal fan Kyle Keith. I'll read it word for word. He says Matthew Kachuk is a donkey. He should be suspended for spearing a guy while on the bench. is it the same Kyle Keefe who nearly had a conniption when the Avs lost the other night? Wasn't he losing it emotionally? He wasn't
8: do so, doing so hot after the Sabres. I mean, he a heart attack. And then he had a very emotional Instagram story in the middle of the night. Well, you
6: know, he was emotional because um, really? we on the Nugget yeah. side,
8: we used his um,
6: dry eraser board. Mm. And and the other night, true story, Hanslick used it and accidentally left the cap off the marker and dried it out. So we got this nasty... Group text from Kyle. Just mm. nasty to all of us on the nugget side. To whom it may concern, please do not use our dry eraser boards again.
8: We have like 20 of those markers down there. You can go snag a couple if you need them. Yeah. Speaking of donkeys. Love you, Kyle.
6: Uh Thanks for listening to the show today, as we do before every show. Um Jesse, you, if you're just going to give it to Manchester, we'll, we'll change well, the name. Let's see I mean, who brought it today. I, I, is it the Troy Hansford Fired Up Finale, or is it the Manchester Fired Up Finale? What's it going to be?
2: We're going to be here all day, baby! This is the Fired Up finale presented by the Troy Hansford Real Estate Team. Here's what's got us fired up today.
5: fired up. We didn't guard anybody. Uh, Drew Holiday went left every time, and we went over personnel. Talked about how he likes to go left, yet he got left every single time. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins went right every time talked about personnel. Demarcus is going to go right. Uh, they didn't feel us. We didn't take it personally. They kicked their ass. And uh, it's becoming the same story every single night. And until our guys start taking it personal, until our guys start understanding the importance of playing defense and guarding your man one-on-one, we're going to be, forget playoffs, that is that is a word we should not use with this team. But let's just talk about being real honest. We are a bad basketball team on the road. We're a very good team at home. Unfortunately, in the NBA, you have to play 41 games on the road. And right now, we are a bad road team.
6: Now that was a great fired-up finale. Michael Malone, unhappy With his team's defensive performance last night, which is effort. I lost to Coach Malone. I'm cool with that. Uh, By the way, I just got this in. If you've checked your Twitter feed, our good buddy, uh, Brandon Perna, has made some editing changes to our most familiar and favorite drop. You know the drop.
5: Our plan was to do what we do. You know we do. That's what we did.
6: So, uh, Brandon says, hey, Vic, James. I fixed your to leave and Rod soundbite for you. Too bad you have little love for Seinfeld. Now, that's putting us in the same camp. You
7: have little love for Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. Uh. This is when they go to California and Kramer's out there trying to become an actor, and then he gets accused of being a serial killer. Let me play it off my phone. I have it on
9: my phone Have you made
6: sure this is suitable for radio? It's Seinfeld. It's Seinfeld.
9: What do you well, think? I haven't He's got through throwing... the whole
6: thing yet. X bombs at you. Oh, okay, I'll...
7: yeah, because Brandon's show never has anything oh, yeah. that might <laughs> not be appropriate point. for the radio. We do, we
6: do have a, d- a dump button though. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'll play right now. This is what he sent us. Let's see if we can ascertain here. Let's start from the. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. All right, why is this
5: not? Our was to do what we do. You know we do. do what we do. Two. Do? Two. Do. Hey, I'm doing
2: what I do. You know, I've always done what I do. I'm doing what I do. Yeah, i always done it. And maybe i always do it. Our plan was to do what we do. Hey, I'm doing what I do. You know, you know we do. You know, I've always done what I do. do what
7: we did. Do. I'm doing what I do. Yeah, i always done it. And maybe i always do it. Hey, what the hell are you talking about? Oh man! Well I
6: didn't see that episode. That is very well done. I, I did not
7: see the episode. I would not have remembered that episode. I mean, I remember the episode, but not that conversation. So very well done by Brandon Berna. Thank you, Brandon. He takes a lot of shots at me.
6: He likes you. Well, he yeah. doesn't even know I exist. So at least be glad you're tagged. You, at least it, two I was going to say. Remember that. Remember. Would you rather be relevant to where you elicit a response or irrelevant, like HW, so where people what, don't know who he is? What are we? Third grade, and he's uh, he's the girl. Picking
7: on me, and that's the sign that she likes me? Yes. that's it. He wants your attention okay. right back. Okay. Huh. So send him some tweets. That's how it works. <laughs> I'm sort of tweeting again. Not really, but kind of. Oh, kinda. you're back. No, you're no, 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 no. You're back, I'm dude. not back. I deleted so many tweets last yeah. night, but I typed them. Yeah.
6: Vic, I'd he's back. Yeah. And, and he's, I'm sorry. sorry I, I didn't mean to call you irrelevant, HW.
8: You insult me for th- three hours a day, 15 hours a week. We didn't it, apologize. It went, it went right over my head. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> the too best, about the it. best
6: part of the show still when, and, and as we say goodbye is when Jesse walked in to talk to HW and he looks at his phone and says, yeah, let me get this text. Hold on. I'm getting so many mentions right now on Twitter. <laughs> I can't, I,
9: I can't even get to this text yet. This, just, probably, is it,
8: this is just this not so many mentions. Rem- remotely true. Well, Marty the accents, was trying to get numbers uh, of guests and I. Couldn't get to it because I had a couple Twitter mentions, so I said, Hang on, real quick. (laughs) Literally, that's all I said. Every
6: time I get on my phone, it just buzzes with mentions, so I can't really get to my talk. So I really don't know what to say. Uh, Have fun
8: filming your own teddy bear video after the show. If anybody (laughs) wants to to contact
6: me, just talk to my agent. You can (laughs) see
8: if Marty or Jesse will film your teddy bear (laughs) video. Because I ain't filming any teddy bear videos. Call
6: Dan Tanner and just call Dan and ask him to get a hold of me because I'm. I'm getting in and mansions yeah. right now. Yep. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the of
2: Party Show. Bye. Altitude 950. Rewind.
11: Mason coach was frustrated with the defensive performance tonight. Where did you see it break down just from the beginning? Uh,
17: I would say personnel. Um, you know, you you get guys tendencies in the scouting report, and we let them play to their tendencies. So. Got to make guys beat you with
14: their, their B and their C moves, but they beat us with their A moves tonight.
11: Is it just a matter of watching more film and the guys being on the same no, page?
14: Just paying attention when you do watch, it, I would say.
11: Marcus Cousins.